their new intro music. Who created your eyes? Rob's Garage, episode number two. We've got a packed house tonight. This is really nice, guys. This is like an original Rob's Garage attendance right the now. OG. It really is. Who do we have in the room here? Sean, this is a roll call. <laughs> Sean. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? The one and only. Black one. Black one. Rob of Rob's Black Garage. Of Rob's Garage. I'm Chris. Come on, Chris. <clears throat> Batting cleanup. Billy Rainey. Ooh, with the last name. We're going <laughs> going rogue. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, we're going to keep this PG. That's who we are. So we're going to make this a routine or maybe customary, at least for the first few, um, as we kicked off last episode with uh, reminiscing over 40s, and we ranked them. I had the pleasure of uh, going into Seatown, uh, as I like to call it, Camden, New Jersey, as uh, I was running my errands today, and I, I made a pit stop at the, uh, the discount shop. Chock full of uh, Koreans and bulletproof glass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Anybody selling drugs on the outside? Uh, not to my knowledge. No, no. Uh, the old coke dealers out there. Uh, <laughs> Vials uh, and gunshots. So uh, I didn't. Thankfully, it was early enough in the day that I didn't see that. But uh, I hit the cooler, and what was nice about this this cooler was just exclusive to the forty ounce. No twelve ounce. <laughs> there was no nips. 40 ounces. So, <laughs> so I figured what we can do, I've, I've got this nice black bag full. There's one for each of us, but it's going to be random. So who wants to go first? And I'm just going to reach in and pull out 40 ounces of beer for you. I'll start. Yeah, of course go you will. All right. Black one. I'm thirsty. Yes. Oh, nice. I pre- <laughs> Shout out to Joe Romeo. St. Ives. I think it's actually pronounced Joe Romeo. I think it was but. too. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Jackass sitting there in his sweatpants while Sean walks down the hall and goes, Romeo. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I honestly can't remember where this ranked on that official list from last week. It was up but there. It I was thought. up there. But yeah. I mean, I think this is, this is definitely a Hall, hall of Famer. It's definite. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's pass this, this around. This is the hard cruise on High gravity. <laughs> Congratulations, Rob. Look at I. <laughs> I appreciate that. Though. Why does it say high gravity, though? Really? Uh, well, when you're gravity uh, is relates to alcohol content. Eight point two. Mm. Ooh, yeah. That's see. That's that's where you get the saint set status. You know what I'm saying, Sean? My experience with that bottle is by the time it got warm i also wanted to throw up so that it just a combination yeah sent me over the edge you gotta drink fast all right well who wants to go next rob that got a a 2.17 on beer advocate (laughs) 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 sometimes those guys are a little snobby for my taste out of five out of five well halfway it's actually better than i thought (laughs) whatever pretty poor you know chris I'm, I'm i'm really glad that you went to the highbrow site because we intentionally avoided that but you know i think this uh, is should i should i i think the no i think that was good craft now after well i think we discovered this. that this is the first craft beer so we're just going back okay. to the roots so mm-hmm. I, I i like that we have professional ranking not okay. some guy in his basement you know ranking 
40 ounces, but, but beer at, it goes up to four, right? That's the highest. I think the guy in the basement so two is point, actually credible. Yeah, These four, guys are five. a little high. Okay. Those guys are a little too point, highfalutin to appreciate this. The guy in his, seven is shit low, though. It, it, but, That's like as bad. But like he said, the guy in the basement, I feel, is a better critic of the 40s than actually. It's than just it's guy. an F. It's 2.7 out of five would be an F. Right. The folks at St. Ides must be very disappointed. Mm. I don't have to well, wait for you guys, saying, right? I can start drinking this. We were on the this? ride here that we passed Camden, and we were going to run in and grab some Mad Dog. We can do that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah dog we can. Been we, a nice trip. Oh. Like blue. I think I'd rather have Mad Dog like on ice. <laughs> you know, than St. Ides. Hey, well, why, don't, why don't we at least wait for the summertime for that? Let's not spoil it. I mean, that the weather's sh- really bad. I mean, this is 40-ounce weather. It's gray. It's cold. It's rainy. That shit will hurt, too, man. That hangover will hurt worse than this. It, mm. all that so sugar. how is it? It's a... Uh, Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> the face doesn't look good. That's how I remember you. Every time Chris took a swig, you're like, Ooh, like it was still in your, yeah, in your mouth, like trying to gulp that thing down. Yeah, I would buy like a two liter of like RC cola. Or, I can't. You must have been pissing constantly. <laughs> Chase a forty ounce with a two liter bottle. I, so I bet gas. I think. <laughs> I like the. Uh, the 22 ounce of Valentine because you had one, you're like, yes, sir. And then you drink the next <laughs> one and you're like, no, sir, by the end. But and that's a good, it's strategy. more manageable, more yeah. manageable. Although, you know, in gross, you know, 44 more ounces that those extra four ounces could really, they add up, but you mm-hmm. can regulate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> Do they still make Valentines? I got to say that this is, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. Yeah, the beer yeah. snobs actually started to push it because it, it used to be like a really good beer back in the day, right? Like was, in the twenties or something. Oh, like that. it was like the old the Archie Bunkers yeah, of the like, world. Like, yeah. yeah, it's known as like the first IPA. I think is how they built. And it, it was from New Jersey, I think. Right? Like maybe. I think so. I know they, the ad signs are always in the outfield at Yankee games. Like but, when you see like you know snaps of Babe Ruth in the background, it'd be a Saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, there, yeah, was yeah. there ale actually the IPA or did they have a separate one? Because no, I think no, that was, it was it? just the you know yeah. it was before IPAs were IPAs. Was like Valentine's Ryan Gold was out there. Like the yeah, Ryan, Ryan Gold too. was always in the outfield too. Yeah, Valentine's. that was that was a Mets thing, wasn't it? Like it was. It I don't was, know, but you see old classic clips, and it's Ryan Gold in the outfield. Yeah, I think yeah. they were Absolutely. affiliated with the Mets at one point somehow. Maybe. I don't remember how, but Rusty Stop. Rusty Stop. Rest in peace. Rest. In, rest in peace. Rust in peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? Who's up? That was the Megadeth album, wasn't it? Rust in Peace, I think. <laughs> it was Wake Up Dead. No, wait, no, that's track one. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. All right, Bill, you're up. Okay, ready? Here I go. Not Here looking. I go. Here I go. Here Come I go. Come on, Country Club. Oh, oh, that oh, is, that's the gold standard right there. Is yeah, that a plastic they, bottle? Yeah, they went to the plastic bottle. It's disappointing, but it, they've <laughs> gone green. <laughs> <laughs> it's 42 ounces. Oh, well. Oh, I got fucked on that one. That's messed up. But you, but you have the, the, it's the alcohol percentage, right? I do, and I have the... What's the alcohol this percentage with uh, Old E? I'm the type of guy. Who likes the- Old English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Cali. <laughs> I think. Not labeled. No. It might be even higher. Now that's and interesting. Two ounces. Wide mouth. All right. Sean, you in? I mean, I I'll pick one. I don't know if I'm going to drink it, but I'll, I'll pick help it. you out if I have to. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll take one for the team. 
That old English is 5.9. Ah, that's shitty. <laughs> that's less than a regular Rob's IPA, yeah. Rob's is a Bill, fucking boom. Bill, I'm sorry. Oh, you guys were you guys were praising the Colt 45 yeah, last week. It went down smooth, baby. So Sean gets a Colt 45. I was going to say you want to know, should I be, you want the Sure. Ratings? Yeah, okay, go for it. So yeah, yeah. Old D is rated, Rob's was 2.17 out of 5, according to Beer Advocate. Um, Bill's was 2.09. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably gave a little extra um, for the uh, ABV. Uh, 400,000 reviews, 2.09. <laughs> That's how many poops I'm going to take in about 10 minutes. <laughs> I think the Colt 45 was actually a smoother. It, was, it wasn't as that. hard. This one is a little hard. You got the cold. The old D has the uh, cold. Well, so if you guys want to offer a trade, if, if you want, if you, I can commission a trade right now if you I'm, guys want to trade. ankle deep in this already. Uh, we have I, a trade offer. Let's hear a trade offer. I'm probably not going to drink either one, so take whatever one you want. Oh, Sean's right, deferring his draft pick. Sorry, I, I just can't believe that. Migraines oh. this week. But I think Cole 45 was a lot easier than saying I. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but maybe this is the remedy, you know, like, no, like in the no, Fred Flintstone no. way. You lose <laughs> yeah. your memory by getting your head hit, and then you have someone has to hit your head again. And yeah, then and back. then it comes back again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, Colt 45 is rated, these all have about 1,000 reviews, if anyone cares, 2.25. Um, Ooh. Wow. That's the big one. All right. It's Chris only 5.6. All right. Chris is up. Here Wait, we go. St. Ives was higher rated? I wonder if somebody yeah. was like, yes, if somebody yes, was like, 2.7? Higher ABV. What was the, I think you said 2.17. Oh, 2.17. I thought 2.7. Ah, oh. That'd be cool if the guy was like, yeah, let's name it Colt 44. Some dudes was like. There's a gun called Colt 44. Yo, let's do Colt 45. <laughs> it's like even harder than the 44. <laughs> I, I think that Billy D, that's why he was the spokesman. I think he came up with that. Yeah. It works every time. Stupid yeah. tall boy cans with a girl in his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> He's serving her Colt 45. I think you can find it's a commercial Lando. one. There's, there's commercials I'm up sure there. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, here, just a quick search. We have Paris Hilton taking down a, a 40 ounce boat. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah. Um, here's a, here's an official 6. review. Six point one for the uh, Colt forty five. Is that accurate, Chris? This guy's saying six point one on YouTube. It says for five point nine. The beer dorks are usually right. Yeah, yeah, they probably ran it through their own little. That yeah. guy looks like an algorithm. Asshole. All right. Oh, fuck. Ooh, King Cobra. Ooh, I don't think I've ever heard of King Cobra. It's a, it's got that bite. It's, a, it's, it's an Anheuser-Busch product. It's glass. <clears throat> Nice. That's right. Yeah. You Can I see the label? Can you turn it around real quick? Yeah, I don't remember that one. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you remember being underage and buying these things in a cooler, looking at them? They're no, like, usually Derek like Jones bought them, and then we drank them. <laughs> yeah, did we even like spend time figuring out which one we wanted? Uh, when we got a little more comfortable with it, we do it. We'd go in there and go, like, just get me a silver. Th-. You imagine I'm standing at the corner, the corner, the counter, underage, buying specific shit for kids outside. Like this one wants green lightning. This one wants silver thunder. I got to get two Colt 45s. Right, I did. walking out with a fucking box. The guy at the counter, I didn't even pay attention to his face. But and you're paying with change too. Yeah, you're much like paying with change. It's all in my shirt. Like, it's the counter. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony. Seaside Heights. <laughs> Seaside Heights at 1 o'clock in the morning. There's a Parkway uh, token in there. <laughs> oh, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb rapper. 
Plus, you'd have to grab like eight of these things in your arms. I know, to and, ca- carry it and the, the whole time, the, the only thing that was really scary about it was the walk from the door to the car. Like, if there was a cop outside, like, <laughs> my fake ID. A guy caught me the one time. He had a fake ID. It was a New York State ID that a friend of mine, when I was living in Philadelphia, stole from somebody at a party because he did his brother wrong. So, and it didn't look anything <laughs> like me. It was just enough. I should have, we were talking on the way out here, I should have brought the fake IDs I've had. I've had them in a little thing. It would be a good conversation. But he, uh, so he stole me this ID, and then I was the one going to the store all the time, and the guy looked at it. One time I went in there, it was where he since had to dodge this guy afterwards because he gave me the, looked at the ID, asked me what my sign was. I had no fucking idea what it was. Said the wrong thing. He's like, and threw it back to me, <laughs> and I walked out. Ain't no so I got Virgo. to keep the shitty... Uh, had to keep the shitty ID and continue to use it. But every time we saw that guy, remember we would drive by, yeah. like, fuck, that guy's in there again. We have to go somewhere else. <laughs> remember Times Square, the old Times Square, before Giuliani came in and, and cleaned it up? Like, all the fake... I think that's where I got my first fake ID. Mine, too. Yeah. But it, they took it from me from the uh, that shit liquor store from uh, Lakers. Mm. Oh, you did? Remember? They yeah. got arrested there. Yeah, they yeah. Had an inside I track. about that. Yeah. I wasn't even drinking. You guys, like, said, can you guys... Can you get me uh Did we? something? And I like walked in there and they the guy like looked sketchy when I was handing him the ID. <laughs> like he knew something was up and yeah. walked out and they were they were staking him out. Oh. <laughs> Bill I remember we uh cut school and went to the, like New York with Mike Arvello and we went in the porno like movie house because we thought it'd be fun. And we're sitting there and this uh Mike Arvello was sitting in front of us. And this woman comes and she keeps like rubbing our knees like, do you want something, you know? And I said, no, but he does. And I pointed to Mike Arvello because, you know, it'd be funny. And then we noticed like all these old dudes like like bobbing ri- in like rhythm. We're like, what the hell? And we realized they were all jerking off. <laughs> and then we looked at each other like, oh, my God, what are we sitting on? And we like hauled ass out of the movie theater. So that was the pre-Giuliani <laughs> New York. You know, and, and that's really funny because it was the exact opposite uh, experience that we had. Do you guys remember? I don't know what show we were going to, but we were in Times Square. And then there was this woman that said, you guys look cold and hungry. Why don't you come with us? And we were like, well, we're cold and hungry. And we go up, to, <laughs> we go around the block. We go up the steps oh, and it's shit, some yeah. church revival, like crazy. with refreshments. And, uh, you know, they were telling us yeah. how special we are because we're, we're you know, the, the Lord's babies. And, you know, they took us in and they were just trying to convert us and, you know, like to mm-hmm. baptize us right there. Do you know what that was? It wasn't a show. We went to Saturday Night Live uh, and we, right. we you yeah. get the standby tickets at six in the morning, but we weren't going to leave the city and come back at 11 at Nirvana. night. So we parked There's in the parking garage and we used the parking garage like a hotel room. We kept coming in and out. Mm-hmm. We were sitting in there and I didn't make it into that church though. I don't know why I didn't. Oh, really? I was definitely in there. I didn't go yeah, there. That was weird. It was like a second up. Like a second floor, right? It was like, yeah, yes. two-story yeah. walk up, like some, you know, yeah. innocuous building, like off of Times Square. Look what Jesus brought us. <laughs> <laughs> you look like cold and hungry, and we're just a bunch of asshole kids. I, no problem. Yeah, just like, yeah. all right, food. Well, I got all right, we'll it's about an hour and a half from here. but Just I to go st- back to this King Cobra, it's the lowest rated. It's 2.09, but the best part is that it says new look. <laughs> Same taste. Oh, like they didn't think that the taste. I'd love taste. to know what the old look taste was. was cool. The two point oh nine was like <laughs> the fine. Label, the label was the issue. Don't worry about cheese. Did you try it yet? No, it's right right now. I don't think I've had a forty in like 
How many years? My God. I don't know, he but he, he, here's the progression of the... 20, uh, 25 years. The different design. You can get them in mini cans. The King Cobra, that is. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the... Uh, you it's know, actually just not the, bad. Right? It, uh, this one's a little rough. <laughs> it's actually that, not bad. Bill, it's definitely you, not a 2.9. What did you think of the Colt 45 when you... I love it. <laughs> you really? <laughs> Raining endorsement. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> Like, you know, really? and King Cobra is actually not bad. You know, and and so a fun wait, fact, look who's the the black guy in the King Cobra ad? Because Billy D. I hope it's Billy D. No, it's uh, no, that's that's a poor. It's man. Billy B. So check out his stash, <laughs> man. He looks <laughs> Billy B. <laughs> I've seen that dude before, though. It says his name, the Hammer, Fred. Yeah, um, Mr. Overton. Oh, he's a that's a Fred Williamson, player. the hammer. Fred there something a, there with was a W. The hammer was a fucking. Uh, no, nah, he was. He a, sounds like a wrestler. He was a, yeah. he was a defensive <laughs> back back in the day for uh, some. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 no surprise that that's pretty good because if I remember correctly from the last show, uh, that's an Anheuser Busch product. It so it, it's kind of lost its street cred a little bit, but I'm glad it's delicious. Yeah, yeah that one didn't have the the cred. I didn't think. Wasn't as hard. It wasn't that sexy label when you walked in. When you walk it's in, still a glass like that. forty. I'm it is sure. a glass forty, and it's it's still in the See, same ballpark you know what, though, of the ratings. But here, here's where here's where they jumped the shark. You could tell, like, as soon as Anheuser Busch bought it, they were like, "We're gonna change that Cobra." Cause that that's OG. That is, <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I want to see. I would buy that fucking sign right now. Dude. Get Henderson in here now. I got to talk about the logo. Fred Williamson they, has that tattoo. I don't think this was a brewery that they bought. Look I at the special one down there with the uh, the uh, Cobra of the box. Oh <laughs> that's six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Here, Jim, you can have this. You want? So all this was oh, you fourteen dollars. That's the best part. 200 fluid ounces for 14 even. And it was funny, like, paying with a debit card. Like, they had to dust it off. Like, I don't think they knew what to, like... They, like, had... I had to work it. I'm like, I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> did, you did you pick? Yeah, he guessed. What do yeah, you have? So had, uh, Just the St. Ives. St. Ives. Uh, Sean commissioned a trade. Like, well, now I feel like old is that draft pick that nobody wants. Like, I, want I don't know, because that's, they, that's like, a, it's yeah. blew out its knee in college. I think, no, I think it's the plastic mm-hmm. bottle. It's plastic. Yeah, it's pussy. Yeah, you can't, you can't like, yoke now. somebody over the head with a plastic <laughs> bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it, it, you know, it's plastic because it has the, the cold temperature, like the blue uh, mark. Yeah, that's the, you know, the Coors Light. Coors the... All right, you know what then? We're going to let this sit and get room temperature and then take it down. Was that the one from before? Because I don't think we finished it. Oh, we did. No, no, we went yeah. back to your place and finished the, the, the <laughs> yeah. old English. I yeah, no, this was, this was chock full from the 40-ounce the right. cooler. I definitely want to try the old D. All right, yeah, go for it. We nah, well, I'll wait. I'm still, it, it, we're it, still enjoying the Cobra. It's hard to, to not drink it out of the bottle, but some cups and we could have done a little taste test here would have been sweet. A blind taste. A us. blind. T- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, Clubhouse. Uh, definitely, no, definitely Clubhouse. <laughs> Country Club. Oh yeah. Country Club. <laughs> PLP Clubhouse. Imagine that was that'd be a nice forty. <laughs> what? Yo, she has what? the red Don't building on, yeah, on the label. On there. It's got a shuffleboard table on the label. <laughs> it's brewed with cedar water. The Rich Davis <laughs> silhouette on the back. <laughs> Oh man! I 
I got a recent friend request from Rich Davis on Facebook, you, and I was oh, like, you know what? Man. I'm shutting Facebook down. <laughs> like, I'm shutting my account off. How does he look? He looks like he's, he's really way older than he, he should. Like he was about 50 when he was 17. Oh, right. somebody, uh, his description of Rich Davis is he hits people. I thought he said Rich Davis hits people. And then I remember when you guys telling a story about he him. He looks burning. weathered. Yeah, he, no doubt. I saw him on the street in Asbury once when I was working, and he showed up at a road crew, and I was like, I know you. You're rich, right? He's like, yeah. And he didn't he walked away. He just didn't even look at me. It's like fucking who's, hard, who's, man. You know dude. the dude that went with him is the dude that everybody said drove his bike or something into the seaside? Oh, uh, was, the, it, was it Ed Davis? Ed Davis. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he jumped off the seaside bridge and then got his, his feet stuck <laughs> in the mud <laughs> in, the, in the bottom. Of the Wait, <laughs> he survived? Yeah, he jumped off the high part of the See, bridge. that's, that's it, I don't it, care what a Davis looks like. Get, they, they're just everlasting. This is a dude who, who freaking... <laughs> He's dr- Lakers. He was, yeah, he was OG Lakers. He, he swallowed he a ball bearing, drank stuck in the mud. Drove his... Rode his bike off of his roof into his pool. Mm. There was some yeah, good that's st- what I was thinking. Yeah, that was, yeah, I remember seeing him in summer school where the, Brian Winter walked up to him and, and coaxed him into slamming his head into the locker. He just like, bam, heavy metal did it. And then he, we were on the floor laughing, and then he backed up to the end of he the hallway. Like put Beavis, his, right? Yeah, a lot like that. Put his head down, and just, or Edgar Winter, whatever, one of those, yeah. like, albino dudes. He put his head down and bull rushed the locker, and bang, he hit it. Like, this is fucking summer school in Manchester High School. It was great. Oh, man. The fucking idiots. I, I want to know, like, what goes on in your head at that very moment that you're just prepared to die, you enter the water, and then mud. I I don't think he... I'm guessing he didn't expect the mud. Because, like, you, he right, jumped into the boat channel. Because like if you jumped off normally, he would have landed in four feet of... Water, he probably would have fucked himself up pretty good. Yeah, I mean, clearly people were with him. They yeah, they, I think they. I think from what I hear that they they coaxed him in. He didn't it. even try to kill himself. So it was just like, let me no, do this. Like, It'll be cool. It was on a fucking <laughs> rare. <laughs> Rich punched him. He was just being awesome. It's not like it was like the George Washington Bridge where he would die, but he, I think when he went down to the bottom, he ended up like that shit is like silky silt. You just kind of go right mm-hmm. into it, and he took it. From what I hear, he. Took him a while to get his legs out of there and swim oh to the top God. again. His stupid shoes are still at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's still black Reeboks white high the, tops. The black Reeboks with the fucking the Vogue bus specials. The ones that are all, all the kids on the Vogue bus lost his stupid Velcro <laughs> shoes in the mud. <laughs> there to this very day. Oh, what adult! <laughs> Just buried under. It's gonna dry up. Years from now, it's a little time capsule of black Reeboks with the fucking Velcro strap across the top that they never, ever, never, ever uh, fastened. It was always just flapping around. That was the old <laughs> metalhead hick yeah. uniform. Speaking of deaths, Mean Gene Oakland, mm. you know, which I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit all this time. You thought he was already dead. Can you? No, no, Bill knows what I'm going to say. Yeah, you were hot for him. I remember you saying (laughs) that. (laughs) It was weird. Well, that went, uh, yeah, that didn't go where I thought. Can you play the uh, cream of the crop? The uh, Mean Gene and uh, what's his name? Macho Man? The cream of the crop? Remember that one? I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Please watch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's just one video. That one. There you go. All right, hold on. Let me... Uh, oh, it's actually named that. <laughs> it actually says cream rises to the top. <laughs> so, but what I was going to say, like... Wait, the, no, the keep the ad. <laughs> wow. 
this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Means that, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, yeah, has got more a shot? Coffee uh, the, cream. The, the best part of this, you know, like right to the left of this shot, there's a table like full of like Mr. Coffee. Coffee. And Macho Man had no inspiration. And he just saw it and he just scooped up a half and half and was like, ooh. Well, yeah. Watch, ten, he keeps going. Half, he keeps going back to the well. Watch. He keeps going back. He's like a magician. Tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me say it. Yeah, let me say it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait. How much cocaine is he on? <laughs> I never saw Oh my god. <laughs> How much cocaine? I think I can see white around his nose. <laughs> His nostril. <laughs> How did Mean Gene not laugh? I don't know. He's a professional, he's Chris. Professional. You know why? Because he's not Mean Gene Oakland like he, I thought he was. He's Mean Gene Oakland. Oakland. That's what, you, that's what uh, I thought. He has oh, wow. to be objective. He can't, you know, he's non-biased as a reporter. There is no doubt about it. Yeah, you Mean Gene Oakland. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. He put it in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Probably so we can easily <laughs> access it again. Absolutely. A reporter. <laughs> I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Outside interference here. Yeah. In my moment of glory. Yeah, no, I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. And now... Not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Because Hulk Hogan, yeah, I am the cream, yeah. Like a magician. He pulls out another one. What sleight of hand trick was that? How? He didn't have a second ago. <laughs> he did not have it. Wow. The cream of the crop. And there is no one that does it better than the Macho Man Randy Savage. See, that's the tell. He's he's on drugs. Yeah. So the fact, like, he was just nailing it, and then he tries to pirouette with the coffee cream on his head, and it falls. Check Mean Gene's face you know right what? there. <laughs> mean Gene's like, yeah, this was not a good take. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how it ends. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah. And I'm talking to everyone in the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm even talking to President Jack Tunney, yeah. I'm on. He spun around. Let's not, not <laughs> notice that. He spun around again. My way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy and I certainly don't <laughs> want to God-given talents, but... But I'm very curious. I haven't seen Elizabeth lately. Yeah. She's on the outside of the ring. Does she interfere in matches? Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Yeah. Pure athlete. Yeah. And I've been, uh, yeah, maligned from the top to the bottom. And because I can't handle the macho man Randy Savage, the cream of the crop, nobody does it better. Oh, uh, you know, he should have <laughs> crushed it. Yeah. yeah uh, so. Yeah, that, this thing has like 3,000 positive. 
reviews. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the 56 that turned it down? I know. Yeah, probably uh, NWA fans. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> NWA. <laughs> right, what was the other organization? I got that wrong? NWA. NWA is a rap group. Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> What was the other? Oh, it wasn't WWE. It was what was the, no. the like the minor league one? Yeah, it was like WWE, WCW, No, it was the Rick national. Claire, no, Rick excuse Claire me, was guys. All on that shit. Glow, the National Wrestling Association. <laughs> Thank you very much. Chris, so, you remember the gorgeous ladies of wrestling? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Did you guys um, happen to see uh, Jake the Snake's interview with Joe Rogan? He was talking about Randy Macho Man. Um, in how <laughs> Randy wanted Jake to prove that the snake didn't have any real venom. So he forced Jake for the snake to bite him first before he would bite. Cause I guess WrestleMania, whatever, like that was the big thing where like Jake stuck the snake onto the macho man. And so pre-match, he's like, hold on, I need to see if there's no venom brother. And, and like, so Jake like pulled down his pants and put the snake like in his thigh. But wrestling yeah, fake. But, and that was a freaking constrictor. They didn't have any venom. That was like a bad news brown. Do you remember that fucking guy? Look, with at, the sewer look at that Vince McMahon. Remember we saw Killer Mike, the rapper, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He had a line about Jake the Snake in the song. He's like, I Jake the Snake him and I DDT him in the mausoleum. Because I guess Jake the Snake's famous move was a DDT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. So, I mean, without. Let's see what the snake looks like. Does he still have the long curly? I'm Jeff Bishop. Oh. I'm the co-founder. Sorry about that. Uh, Macho but, Man was my dude, though. That was the guy that I was just thinking. I rooted we're, for him. We're watching that. Like we probably watched that exact clip, but never <laughs> remembered it on a Saturday when you were morning. A boy, watching it. I mean, the Saturday morning that you sicked it on Macho Man Randy yeah, Savage affected an entire generation. An entire nut I've ever got. I oh, there's no doubt. I mean, it affected me so yeah. deeply as a kid. <laughs> to this it day. Was, if I'm ever laying around with a girl and I'm having a little problem in the woodski department, you know, right. it happens at 63. Ah, you put that on. You know, and uh, <laughs> I put the video on and instantly I'm kicking her. Sean, how, how do you think he looks? Not bad. Yeah, he looks Looks fine. like a little league coach. Did or... he just die? He's still alive? <laughs> no, this was like a couple of months ago. Yeah, this was in November. You know who saved him? Uh, that other wrestler that did. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, because he his yoga. Are you familiar with this? No. He goes around to the, all the ex-wrestlers, and he's like a yogi. And I so... I really remember Diamond Dallas Page. Because he was in the NWA. The N- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was. With Easy e <laughs> He was rapping between Yellow and Ice Cube. So, so DDT, whatever his name is, he goes around and tries to, you know, save all of these ex-wrestlers Ooh. because they're all, you know, destitute and... Uh, you know, on drugs and, you know, I guess, you know, the, the health benefit package and the retirement plan from Vince McMahon wasn't as uh, fruitful as they'd all hoped. So, mm. so this poor guy, Iron Sheik, the same way, um, he was living in a trailer in, in Florida and DDT came, saved him, put him on, like he was like on pills and drugs and alcohol and, and like yoga saved him. Yeah. Her ass, man. Really? Oh, brother. That, that hits you hard. Damn snake? straight, man. Why? Holy shit. Watch Look me. At him. Watch ah, it right there. Ah. 
I mean, that was, uh, yeah. this yeah. was literally the ultimate bad guy putting a snake on a good guy. I mean, look at the look on that kid's face in the corner there. Oh, I know. It's great, isn't it? That's the best part. Look Looks like somebody face. just shoved a finger up his ass or something. You know? That kid is ready oh. to have a goddamn heart attack. I bet you have a heart rate monitor on him. Is that Piper in the background there? Right there, yeah, this guy here. Yeah, he's Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's dead, right? He died this year, didn't he? He did tons of cocaine, too, I'm sure. <laughs> I just want to try to get to the part where he tells the story about, like, Randy. Oh, no. Let, let me tell you the real story on this whole yeah, fucking ooh, thing. Yeah, I love okay? that. Yeah. You want to hear this joke? Yes. All right, here's how it really went down. Woo. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've been waiting I've 30 got, years I've for this. The, I- I don't know if this is like the hackiest thing to do is to play, like replay another podcast, but fuck it. Like, this is a good story. <laughs> I got the, you know, I'm, I'm done with the Python because that motherfucker, to tell you the truth, is killing me. You know, weighed 100 pounds and then he would bite me and then it would be 30, 40 stitches. That was 30 something stitches there on that. Really? One. Yeah. Oh my God. You yeah, got the vein. Mm-hmm. What was really weird oh, is man. the snake actually committed suicide that <laughs> Macho. Suicide? Well, he got the bane. He got the bane. It was was biting Macho Man. (laughs) The snake committed suicide? I missed that. No. He did say that. He did say that. Is the snake actually committed suicide? Wow. Look at He was so, you know what? Because he lost his venom. He was like an empty King Cobra bottle. No, (laughs) that's not like a bee where you lose your stinger and you die. No, I don't know. No, I think he's probably saying because he, he's like sucking up some steroids and shit and coke and shit. From <laughs> biting Macho Man. <laughs> macho yeah. Man system. Like the, the snake just grew to 40 feet because he was on steroids and he didn't know what to do with himself. So he just wrapped his tail around his neck and hung himself. <laughs> that shit. It's cool, isn't it? I and mean, Macho this Man was... just handles it. This, okay, wait, this thing, you get a, a better bite. I, He's a tough I, I reached down there, I reached down there and went, Watch, you're doing a great job, yeah. kid. Yep. He's like, fuck you. Yep. Dude, he is on, like, he is in there. That snake is like fully engulfed in there. Yeah, but dude, his was a python, so they don't have venom. They just like yeah, choke you out, right? No, but he, he, I think he mentioned something about how they de-venomize. Venomize, they I don't know. Shouldn't have, it shouldn't have venom. They, they, don't, they don't kill yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's the expert, but. Look at that thing sinking its fucking oh, teeth yeah. into him. And then yeah, at the yeah, end, a little me. stream of blood comes through, yeah. and that was the final. There we go. Oh, my God. I'm, see, I, I'm trying to thing. get him loose. I'm try- I couldn't get him loose. Oh, my God. I struggled oh, to get him off. Oh, the blood. Finally, I had to pry his mouth open to get him off. And by the way, this is on a Saturday morning. So it's this. You flip the channel. It's a little old school cartoons that weren't even like entertaining. You know what I mean? And then there's this oh. chaos on another channel. And it's so obviously real. Oh, yeah. It's so obviously. See, Piper, Piper's terrified of snakes. <laughs> Hold up. Look at, the, look at this image of Jake the snake. How many of us have this same uncle? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, Looks like every matron's guy. I had that stepfather. <laughs> 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 Like, why is that the defense? He looks like the dude who worked with Tommy. (laughs) You know? (laughs) But he's like the de facto uncle. Not every holiday, maybe every other, maybe skips a year. The summer holidays. Yes. (laughs) The summer holidays. Here for the barbecue, brother. (laughs) And the beer. He's cool to talk to for like five minutes. Yeah. On the the ride home, you're. 
parents yeah. are explaining to you about the shit he said out loud. No, because the great thing is, like, I, you know, I thought Uncle Tommy was, uh, he lived in uh, Lakers. Well, no, he's been in Florida for two months. Yes. <laughs> like, why is he in Florida? Well, yeah, he likes the sun. Yeah, I got a job there. He yeah. shows up with a different woman every family reunion. <laughs> I'm just coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, didn't, I stepped up. But you know, you know, he's wearing cowboy boots, like really tight jeans. He's got that mustache, and then it's like Uncle Tommy. Just you know, maybe what kind of beer does he drink? This guy, A class American beer, Budweiser. Uh, okay, yeah. what beer do you have? He drinks whatever yeah. <laughs> the fuck is in your refrigerator. That's true. True. I was thinking Bush, though. Bush beer. He looks like a Bush dude. If he has to pay for it, then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if he wasn't before. Piper pulled a gun on me one time over a snake. Really? Yeah, yeah. What happened? I snuck up behind him with a snake, and he fucking heard me. He says, Jake. I went, yeah. He goes, I know what you're fucking doing. And he dove dove and got his fucking pistol and pulled around. He said, motherfucker, I'll kill you. I'm like, okay, Roddy, I get it. I get it. I get it. This dude smokes in his car. Yeah. <laughs> Windows up. Windows up. Yeah. Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like to imagine being a wrestler maroon, maroon leather interior. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the material on the roof is like all drooped out. Yeah, <laughs> that cloth. Yeah, like, yeah it's the fucking back of his. Got one flapping in the wind when he drives. <laughs> Yeah, I was shaking, man. Jesus. That's okay, a real here, thing. Here's the story. Here's the story. I'm in the locker room behaving myself. But it's weird. Now I'm he in almost... in the locker room. Yeah, he sounds like <laughs> Macho Man now. I mean, everyone channels that. I, I feel like everyone can do a Macho Man. Chris, I want to hear yours. I don't really have one. I, I don't think I can. Try. try. I, I, just give me the Does just go, yeah. There you go. <laughs> 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 Not minding a soul. In fact, I, I believe I was cleaning the wash cloth, you know, blackboards off, and I was making it nice for everybody. And Macho walks in, he's like, All right, brother. We're going to do it tonight, I guess. It's the story fucking going around. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. yeah. He's really good. That dude definitely goes crabbing. Who's the dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with chicken? Why, I mean, why do people put chicken in the? Yeah, like, you you, you, you gotta get chicken. the chicken back. You gotta get the chicken back. Like, don't even, don't even bring thighs. Crab is like never even seen a chicken, but it was always chicken weeds. Chicken, right? yeah. No. <laughs> I remember when I was. Why kid, is there a chicken no. in the water? <laughs> yeah. It tastes good. I remember a comedian when I was a kid. I don't even remember who. To, I don't remember who this guy was, and he's like, why do they make beef-flavored cat food? Have <laughs> you ever seen a fucking cat chasing down a cow in a field? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck eats chicken backs? <laughs> or is that straight for crabbers? Like, oh, don't, no, no, don't throw don't that know. away, John. Yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody eats it. <laughs> oh, man. Why, wait, why, did, why does he, do they refer to everyone's name by, like, Mach? Like he's like Mach, yeah, Mach. Snake. Oh, yeah. snake. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd imagine <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage is a little uh, tongue heavy, so Mach Mach works. What would they call Ultimate Warrior? What, what would, alt, 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 dickhead. You dub. What the, about you dub? <laughs> Didn't you guys see the uh, Andre the Giant documentary <laughs> on uh, HBO? Yeah. It was. Yeah. You didn't see. And nobody saw that. Oh, I saw. Uh, it. it was really good, right? It was Hogan. Fucking, 
Hold on. I want you. I want you, Hulk Hogan. Do you remember when Bob Euchre was on WrestleMania 4? He was like a guest commentator. And uh, he was interviewing Andre the Giant. And Andre was like, uh, it was almost inaudible. Like, Bob Hogan. And then Euchre asked him a question. He His grabbed dick him. is by Euchre's head. <laughs> he grabbed Bob Euchre and was like, He's like shaking his little head, this guy's fucking thing, and then he walked away. It was hilarious. He literally could just swallow his hand. But he said that. uh, Do it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Macho Man was particularly hated by Andre, and it was like the back room stuff, and he would just fuck with Macho Man the whole time. Yeah, I'd imagine that Andre didn't like cokeheads, and and Macho Man was a cokehead, and like just running around the locker room, like, oh yeah, just to everyone. Like, if he's like making people bite their snake and all of that stuff, like, what's Andre doing? Drink 40 beers before we wrestle. (laughs) You know what's wrong with the World Wrestling Federation? I do. Sounds great. And he's like, we got to take care of a little business first. Like, what? Who built the snake? Yeah. Has he been fixed or not? Fixed. <laughs> Cut his balls off. Fixed. You mean poisonous? He goes, yeah, that might be the fucking problem. <laughs> and I'm like, Randy, of course he's been fixed. He goes, Maybe he has and maybe he hasn't. <laughs> Stranger things have happened in the WWE. Somebody wants to. The, no, no, that's the big one. That's the Vince. That's the, the former WWF. WWF. The former, yeah. This guy's. It was the NWA. Am I crazy? No. WWF. WWF. Hold on. Let me, let me educate you here right now. Hold on. Let me let me educate you right now. Google. NWA is African Americans with an attitude. It's the national. You got WWE. That was waiting. That's what you guys got in waiting. WWE. You guys like got fucking Rudy Diamond was the champ. Yeah, it was a, Rudy Diamond. It was a bunch of Barkers running around the lake, jumping off the dock, like doing headlocks. No, but WWF had to change their name because the World um, Wild or the the the, the Animal uh, Federation. Uh, yeah, the, is Rudy Diamond wildlife. a real person? Yes, he's like the shitty Please wrestler. That fucking all, Google that yeah. image, Rudy remember Diamond. Remember, do they still have that in wrestling? Name. They used to have like those common dudes, and yeah. it was like yeah. Barry O. Barry yeah, Black. They're like the substitute teachers of wrestling. I, mean, yeah. 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 I used to fuck with my little brother on Saturday mornings. Yeah, there's like the one that, guy like, who's like real good at real wrestling, like high school wrestling yeah, and stuff. All Acrobatic and shit. <laughs> but, but Scott, like it, we're watching, you're watching a regular like scrub m- wrestling match in like Dayton, Ohio, and like you like the Red Tyler. He was wrestling Hogan like on a Saturday morning. Like I don't like him. No, that's your favorite guy. You fuck with him all the time. All right, I public apology right here. Ric Flair promo for the NWA 1985. Oh man. Shit. Oh wow. Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry. The guys. Macho Man. <laughs> Oh, I thought one of you guys had that. So did I. I thought that was, that was awesome. Fuck with my wrestling knowledge. You know, I had a Hulk Hogan poster until I was 12, and then I ripped it down, and I was like, you know what? I'm too old for this. This is silly. <laughs> man's in yellow shorts and boots. Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship <laughs> title. It's and just you and him. a poisonous snake on him, and that fucking rest is history. Macho's wow. dead. Snake's the champ. I'm like, dude, are you fucking... Jake, I'm just telling you this. That conspiracy, once again, that's a cocaine conspiracy. <laughs> like, he's convinced that he was going to kill him for a fake title that was already prearranged. Like, convinced. That's how he was going out. 
bites, he has to bite you now. Wow. Whoa. I'm like, what? He goes, if that, we got to go at it right now, me and you. And he's up in my fucking face with his fist. I'm like, fuck, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't play no fucking games, Jim. <laughs> the, the hand movement That's was perfect. That's a soundbite right there. Don't play no fucking games, Jake. Fucking <laughs> snake out. Ah. So I got the snake out, man. I'm like, you fucking psychotic motherfucker. I'm like, any special place you wanted to bite me, like my dick? What? He's like, anywhere's good. How about the leg? I'm like, fine. So I got the cobra out and I pulled my pant leg up. Cobra, not Python. Dude, the, every time I saw that guy wrestle, he, threw he never a had a fucking, cobra. Yeah, yeah. He never had a cobra. It was always a fucking Python. Well, yeah, this, why did he call himself the snake when he fucking had a snake? You should be like Jake, the dude with the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Roberts. <laughs> well, I mean, like, why are you calling you calling yourself what you have? It's not yeah, correct. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Jake, my pet snake, Roberts. <laughs> Jake, the guy. <laughs> Jake and my snake. Jake, <laughs> Jake and the snake. The snake Roberts. and I. <laughs> Jake Roberts. <laughs> the snake. Me and the snake. <laughs> Roberts. Shimmed him a little bit and stuck my leg up there and he fucking bit me. You know, three, four seconds, let's go. Macho's like, now don't fucking move. Don't take no elixirs. Don't take no antidotes. Don't take no pills. Don't take no fucking Pedigerm 3 or any of that bullshit. You know, just fucking sit there. I want to see the poison go through your body. <laughs> That's a great Macho Are Man you impression. fucking kidding me, man? And finally, after about 10 That was a total knife thing, right? Like... I want to see the poison go right through your body. Like I'll do. Like if you're sending him on a dare, you have to do it first. I'll cut that fucking snake's head off. Minutes, he's like, I guess you're gonna be okay. Oh, sorry, I didn't fucking make you happy. You know, oh. I could have died if I'd known you want me to die. I'd die. You know, he's like, okay, but tonight, brother, do me a favor. Once the snake lets go of me. Bring him back. I may want you to hook him back up again because I want this idea to fucking make us both some fucking big money. Yeah, can you dig it? Dig it. All right, we're out of here. Boom. Wow. I said, all right, motherfucker, you wait. Oh, man. Jake should have brought a fucking different snake to the match and fucking poisoned his ass. Right? <laughs> I can't believe Macho Man really talked like that in the locker room. It wasn't just like, I, hey, uh, Jake, normal, um, right? I'm going to talk to you about something. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Jake, are you free for a minute? the kids tonight. <laughs> Walking around, he's going to be big, yeah. <laughs> so I... Uh, I'll take a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, Vince. You talking about my dental plan? Today? No sugar, man. Yeah, you guys have carried Cole 45. <laughs> my dental plan. <laughs> Hey, boss, I've been meaning to talk to you about something. I got to take my wife to the doctor tomorrow. Can I get a personal day? <laughs> Sounds like Jack Nichols. Jack yeah, Nichols and Macho Man. <laughs> she was 15 going on 35. You know what I mean, Chief? Well, that was his professional voice. He was trying to act. You started to morph into Macho does a great fucking Jack Nichols. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wait, wait! Do <laughs> fucking Macho Man doing Christian Slater, who's always trying to sound like Jack Nicholson? <laughs> exactly. 
I'm gonna gleam the ring, man. <laughs> gleam the ring. Yeah, gleam the cube. Gleam. All right, so here is the Ric Flair promo from <clears throat> NWA. It is so hard to be humble when you're looking like Ric Flair. The great thing about this, future generations, all NFL players right now, quote this interview because he goes on this tirade about being like I, I, you'll you'll hear it but it's like the most bravado that will in one sentence right, that can why does it sorry to cut you off sorry. why does everyone refer to rick flair when they talk about wrestling like i don't remember this old. dude this dude's like i don't remember him well because no, he was nwa yeah, and we, we were wwf slash e but I it was like, was I think he had a resurgence or something too later. Because these were like the local networks. I never watched this stuff, so I don't know, but. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, WWE had like the Saturday primetime slots and or NWA was like Wednesday night, like all in the Southern circuit. I'm and shocked. then until until so Hulk Hogan he was came the champion over. of the Bible Belt. So when okay. Junkyard Dog <laughs> was when JYD was doing his shit, this guy was also doing it. Yeah, yeah. like in parallel. Oh, like wow. this was like the minor leagues. Eighty five. Yep. I'm shocked you're right about the NWA thing. I really did yeah, not think yeah, that. I, was la- it. I actually laughed at you. I know all of you. I'm but, sorry. You know. No, I actually audibly laughed. The four against one. <laughs> I you know Jesus was laughing. Check out the check out and the, the uh, cap. Last night's events, as I walked out of New York City today, every woman within 100 yards was hollering, here comes the boss. And Bruce Springsteen was nowhere to be seen. Bruce. Good burn. Springsteen, if you can follow my act in New York, then you will be the boss. Now, let's talk about what's happening. That'd be cool Baltimore. if uh, Springsteen walked out with his guitar. He'd just, like, pick him up and slam him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to Jersey. Because, <laughs> you know, like, who were the Jer- like, the Iron Sheik was there in Jersey just waiting for Ric Flair at, like, exit 80. <laughs> Philadelphia, Magnum PA. You know, girls, I know you like it when I slide out of these clothes. You see the difference between me and a lot of these so-called... Seriously, this was the precursor to every gym teacher's outfit. I was going to say, do you think he's wearing like Mr. Vazethan shorts? Like they're just short right underneath there. That dude has a mean gene poster in his fucking room. Is he the wannabe mean gene? (laughs) Yeah. This was the wannabe WWF. Yeah, like he wanted to be Hulk Hogan. I mean, look at his hair for crying out loud. This guy was the... He was the mess and the, the, you know... Look at WWF his like, chest where his shirt is open. No, that's like the Eagles of the NFC. <laughs> no, it's not a jab. I just mean for no, real, no, like. no, no. NWA and WWF, NW, WWE and WWF are the same. They just had to uh, change their name after the Panda Company said, "Hey, we have uh, WWF because we're the World Wildlife Federation." Gotcha. Go, big time stars! Is that I'm custom made with the clothes. I got the big Rolex watches. I got everything that's going on. I'm the best looking man alive. I'm not Dusty Rhodes sitting in the control room with a David Allen Coe truck driving hat on. He's going deep there. Who's David Allen Coe? He's not as good as the WWF guys. I think that was definitely a tier above. He's got an inferiority complex, definitely. (laughs) You ever run into a dude with hair like that? 
Yeah, there was that gym teacher in the middle school, remember? Uh, Petrowski. Petrowski had the same dome. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was I before that you dude. moved into the uh, the district. Yeah. Not wearing blue jeans. I don't have on a funky t-shirt. I'm alligators and Rolex watches from head to toe. He's so cute. He's a gentleman, too. And he brought their grandmother to that fucking shit. No, 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 no. Nobody brought her. She, she fucking, went? She, she brought them? No, she, yeah, she She came solo, yo. She's wearing a muumuu or the fucking hairy mole on her cheeks. Who's the first asshole that started talking like this? Like, wrestler. Like the first That's yeah. a great research yeah. question. Like who's the first one to sit? I'm going to take it to a new level. Yeah. I'm going to go. Ivan I'm going to go. Because uh, that must have been, like, crazy. Bruno Martino. Bruno Di Martino. What was that guy's name? San Martino. Bruno, Bruno San Martino. I still want to look at Rudy Diamond. <laughs> I want to see his picture. Remember the other guy, the guy who like managed Rudy people? Diamond. And he was like a little like Western dude, long brown hair. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hart? Jimmy Hart. Maybe, yeah. Jimmy Hart. No, no, yeah, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy the Entertainer. Didn't he call himself the Entertainer or something? No, Hart. Jimmy Bobby the Brain Heaton. Bobby Jimmy Hart Brain. had a mullet and he was like, <laughs> who was the mouth of the yeah, had a hot chick with south? him all the time, right? Yeah, he have Jimmy, like a, I think it was Jimmy Hart. Was is the mouth he the mouth of the South? Of the south? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. He had a mullet. I just want to make sure he was the mouth of the South. Yeah, he was kind of like there the Riddler. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, the Riddler. Dressed like Jerry Lee Lewis. Always just irritating the hell out of anyone. Yes. I can roll up this shirt and I can drive us. Take a look at that, huh? I don't trust nigger. Be glad you're so making So football movies. players or something like reenact this? Well, there's a there's a segment in this, and I because that'd be kind of cool. So when he reenacted that, there no, there's like a like a, di- a diatribe where he's like, I'm a suede shoe wearing, plain flying woman stealing, uh, best son of a bitch. You're talking about the. You're fucking Eagles, dude, right? No. Don't make this an Eagles thing. No. I, I thought that Kelsey guy's into that. He did that, right? He does that. Hold on. Hold on. I think I found it. Hold on. This is it. Look at his mouth all crooked. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he had a lisp. Like, who's cool with a lisp that bad? No one. He definitely got laid after that, though. Shenny. <laughs> Shenny. <laughs> We are on tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing... Here it is. Diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And I don't <laughs> kiss, kiss stealing. Like, why has no one sampled this in a rap song? Kiss he- stealing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number one necker. <laughs> kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, kiss stealing, kiss stealing, kiss stealing, kiss stealing. Steals kisses. What a awful man. (laughs) Hey, get that. Give me that back. Do you think he practiced that in the fucking limousine on the way over? Or is this all improv? All improv. No, they were all on like, I mean, come on. You're traveling 345 days a year, beating your body up, like drinking after every match, like amphetamine, like anything, (laughs) anything possible just to keep going. Wrestling in high school gyms. Not to mention he could say fucking anything up there and those fans would be. 
eating that yeah. shit up. They don't you know that woman's purse was just full of like airplane bottles. Treats. <laughs> <laughs> just sign that I got this for you, Rick. In like jet flag, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. The alligators? Uh, what are the alligators? His, his shoes. <laughs> the leather. Oh, man. <laughs> He's got I'll a start hard time I'll, holding them down. I'll, I'll start it over. Then you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His voice cracks. Yeah, he's like it is. 12. It's <laughs> awful. This guy's awful. Go back a second. Yeah, before he says Rolex, he pauses because he wants the crowd to get hype. Wearing. Wearing. Diamond ring. Wearing. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! That woman had no interest until she saw the red light of the camera yeah. on her. This oh. is definitely some Bush League shit compared to WWF back yeah. in the day. It's like yeah. Channel 8 right here. The camera's fucking shaking. They <laughs> <laughs> don't even have a tripod. No, no, it's like his. Windbag is shaking the camera while he's going. <clears throat> Jimmy the Heart. This oh. is Jimmy the Heart, Sean. Well, first of all, I am so excited about being chosen manager of the fabulous Rojo Brothers, baby. <laughs> Wait, the Rojo? I don't remember that. I don't. Remember I mean, that. I feel like I. I, I remember them. You remember, this is what you remember? You don't remember any of the other stuff? Like, I'm the asshole here? You this remember is, the Rouge is, Brothers? This is 95, which is weird. This is 95. Yeah, that's you I don't remember these fucking. Holy shit. Chris was 22. My goodness, late bloomer. I just thought those guys were ridiculous. Oh. Those guys. I don't, I don't know. There was no announcement worthy no, of like no, no. finishing this, this video. Yeah, not at all. This guy's bullshit. Yeah. Who who else? Like some of your favorites? Uh, Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner? Mr. Turner. <laughs> like a principal. What about oh, super, trying super to change the subject? Mr. Didn't Turner gets arrested. Let's watch that video. He's <laughs> a principal. <laughs> Didn't uh, Jimmy Snooker get in trouble though? Go to jail or something? No. Murder. He, I think he murdered somebody. He evaded that. Yeah, so he escaped the trial an indictment and everything. Then he went to college with Mike. <laughs> oh, this was a good match. Superfly Snuka versus Piper. Um, <laughs> that, like, I see, I was, I think I was of appropriate age and interest and then I grew out of it at, at you know, pre-puberty, right? Like, I think, unlike, I don't know about pre Post-Piper. Maybe like mid-puberty. Like I found it when I was 20 or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like well, I have armpit hair and maybe I should get into wrestling Do you guys now. know anybody that's really into this shit now? There's a guy I work with. He's a yeah. cool guy. He teaches math. And he's into this shit. He's like our age, and he like loves the stuff. How do you like, lose your like? How do you lose your mind to be able to like know that it's? I have no idea. But still watch. He even like, you know, on iTunes you can see like people you're friends with, like what they've been listening to. He even listens to the like. WWF like I am a real American <laughs> fight for your right. It's like, dude. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's hear what Piper has to say. 
worried. The name's Hot Rod. He ain't never been worried about nothing. This was his first interview. He had to Look introduce the font, himself. Though, the font of the writing, they always use that in the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah like, like that. football games, everything. Yes. Well, that one and then like big events, they made it chrome. <laughs> <laughs> In my whole life, you're talking to you're talking about you're talking. Wow, his voice hasn't even dropped yet. Like he he hasn't won an intercontinental championship yet. Bill took yet. that down. Good Should job. Put that OE on in yeah. the freezer, man, because I'm ready to go for number two. But damn, let's hear what Patty Papi. To a snake, man. You're talking to pure poison, pure venom. Another one with a lisp. Everybody's saying, "What are you gonna do against Jimmy Snooker?" They're saying that you're. Fa- I think he's from Chicago. He can't say against. Rewind it. He can't say the word against. So whatever that, what is that impediment? You don't have like a. I think he's from the Midwest. I think it's no education, maybe. Or he might have half a tongue. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> he's been blowing. <laughs> he is the rowdy piper, you know, like the the bagpiper, and his tongue got fucked up when he was training. That asshole is on every softball team. Smash! By oh my god! Three. Yeah, Dude, that haircut. You know what? Just feather totally it. Totally like beat the well, shit out of um, second one baseman game. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. He has a garage door install company, and he's like, you fucking awful, always sunburned. <laughs> Despite the tinting on his pickup truck, like every the first guy. Despite the month, like he's just burnt. <laughs> yeah. He's just sunburned. But the feather haircut, that was such a quintessential 1980s thing, like just just with the, with the, uh, the, um, Ah, oh, come on, the comb. Yeah, the what comb. What was the, the candy? The candy comb. Goody comb. Goody, thank you. Yeah, just one you swipe. You couldn't comb it enough. No, just because yeah. each hair just fell perfectly. Yeah. Because, you, you know, the feather. To a snake, man. You're talking to pure poison, pure venom. Everybody's saying, what are you going to do against Jimmy Snooker? They're saying that you're faster. He's Dan Aykroyd. That's who he sounds like. Yeah, he does. Detroit. That's uh, like a Detroit accent. Like Midwest, right? like Chicago, I think, yeah. Play it again. I want to close my eyes. <laughs> To a snake, man. You're talking to pure poison, pure venom. Everybody say, We're two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you going to do against Jimmy Snooker? Oh, I, I don't know. What are you going to do, pal? What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, pal, you, what do you want? One of these head? You want a knuckle sandwich here, pal? They're saying that you're faster, Roddy Piper, but Jimmy Snooker's slower. They say, Roddy Piper, you're not as strong. Jimmy Snooker's stronger. What are you going to do? I'm going to sit here and tell a bunch of blithering idiots what I'm going to do a half hour, an hour, however far away the fight is for me away, exactly what I'm going to do in the ring. You see, that's why you're sitting there and I'm sitting here, brother, because I know what I'm doing. You just sit around. Yeah, like, why is he that color? Like, that's not, I mean, did he... I mean, that's a sunburn, but it, it could be studio lights. I don't know. It, it could be because he just installed a lot of windows or garage doors. I... And you check it out, Superfly. Superfly. You know what I do in my house to flies? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to flies? Boom. <laughs> I swat him, brother. What I do to flies is I swat We're back, right? And then Snooker probably gave the worst Samoan accent interview ever. Like, just very modest and humble. Oh, no, no, no interview. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, there, there's the end of that bit. What an ass. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> say something. I know. Oh, I really. love the ocean. Okay, man. Me, <laughs> me, Jimma. I like the ocean. <laughs> I want to beat him, but I don't want to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is. Today I fly. Super like. Um, 
Have you seen the, these chants that the um, these warriors do, like these uh, Samoan fight songs? These are these are terrifying. Like a lot of uh, Aborigine uh, Samoan that you know uh, defected over to New Zealand, or e- not even like even Aborigine New Zealand, right? Like they get into these uh, war chants. The rugby, the rugby team. Five thousand years of. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a method acting and or uh, complete warrior posturing. Here we go. This one is the. So this is just not exclusive to the military. This is just like if you're an organized uh, group of warriors, whether that's football or what have you. Fucking guy's gonna break out into E A G L E S. I can't wait for us to leave, and you're gonna hear it. You're just gonna hear it resonate throughout the. That was the fucking rhythm. This this would be an awesome Monty Python skit right it now. It seems like, very too long to do before people are going to shoot you. Yeah, yeah, they go out to battle, they do that and say... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, that was like a total Crocodile Dundee situation. <laughs> um that's crazy. So the, uh, we we felt Super Dave Roberts also passed away this week. You know, yeah, do you remember that guy? Curb. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't know that much about him, man. I remember everybody else as a kid knowing. I, I didn't, know I didn't pay attention to that fucking guy. Curb your enthusiasm. Curb your. Oh, well, oh I, I didn't know. I never watched him on there. I didn't know he, he was yeah. part of it. Didn't he wear like He's a fucking funny. jumpsuit or something? Like look like Evil Knievel? I guess so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's him? He That's was well regarded in the. Yeah, the comedy circles. He was. Really revered. Marty Funkhouse. Hey, Marty, how you doing? How you doing? Good. Want to hear a joke? No, uh, he, no, he doesn't want to really. hear a joke. We have a read through. Yeah, we got. Let me just get right through it. Okay. A woman's very afraid of the size of her opening. What is she afraid of? The size of her opening. <laughs> so she goes to her mother. She says, "What am I going to do? I'm so big down there. When I marry Harry, he's going to divorce me." Her mother says, "Don't worry, sweetheart. It runs in the family. Do what I did when I married your father. Go to the market, get some raw liver, put it in there. He'll never know the difference." Oh my God. So she does. They have eight hours of sex after their marriage. She wakes up at 10 o'clock, he's gone, but there's a note on her pillow. It says, my darling Harriet, to think that I waited a year to consummate our love relationship makes my heart beat so loudly, I'm surprised it didn't wake you up. The only reason I'm not here now, darling, is I'm at work to make enough money to buy you a house, a picket fence, we'll have dogs and children. Oh, this is not so bad. Oh, yeah, this is great. Will you finish the fucking joke already? <laughs> when the 5 o'clock dinner bell rings, I will be home like the winged gossamer of your love in your arms, your loving husband, oh, Harry. that's nice. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I think it's funny. That Rest in peace. That joke. 
Rest in peace. Rest you know? They did like some panel the other day. I'm sure it's like probably one of the ones. I can't pull it. It's probably bad for the air. <coughs> uh, what, what was the, the panel? It was the same kind of joke, like out of nowhere. It was like the curb, the curb cast was on there. Well, what was that movie? There was a, a movie uh, like 10 years ago where uh, they basically had 15 comedians tell the same joke. What the hell was it? Rob, you know this. Oh, the aristocrats. Uh, yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, it, was, it was just the, a bunch of different comedians telling the same like vulgar joke. It was but like... It's all about delivery? You know what? I never watched it, so I'm not sure. I know... Uh, that's I remember hearing them talk on the radio with... Uh, what's his name? From Full House. Bob Saget. Because he was one of the dirtier ones. I watched it, and yeah. it's, it's, the the joke itself is like a mystery. Like it's not, it's legend. It's yeah, right. It, it's something that kind of goes around that they all. Yeah. They, yeah, but I, I guess between the two, I mean, they had a a whole like it's a it's a two hour movie, so we can't you know soundbite it all. But I did hear that. Uh, Full House, Bob Saget, and uh, Gilbert Gottfried, like. Despite their po- well, I guess Godfrey is known as a dirty. I don't know if he. I don't know if he is. He's kind of done. He might have, but Saget is notoriously known as. I uh, mean, in circles, Gil- like he's Gil- dirty, Gil- but dirty. but everybody thinks. Yeah, I got a question for you. You you just went to see Louis C.K. or are you just messing with? No, so I I didn't see him. There was a clip that he, oh, he he's were... just making these pop up appearances. Yeah. yeah. And uh, somebody, he's just working new material, mm-hmm. and then somebody recorded it and then posted it on Twitter. And, and there was a 49 or 50-minute video, did you, or, or audio, did you listen to that or just the... No, it was just the snippet that just it was. blew up Twitter, and then kind of, you know, we all know Louis C.K. and his indiscretions and how weird he was with jerking off in front of women and all that stuff, but, you know, he's he's a comedian, and he's a talented person, so he's just kind of making these pop-up appearances working new material and so again he was poking fun at like younger generation millennials how to me it was it was a perfectly structured joke in the sense that like okay we're gonna set you up it was complimentary to young people and how boring they are and he talked about like hey when i was their age i was you know fingering girls and eating mushrooms and now they're like correcting me on how to address them right It, it was a funny joke but then he kind of took it to the next level by you know, ending it with something along the lines of, oh, you know, you're better than me because you went to a high school where your friends got shot, right? And so then that... <laughs> <laughs> so that's what set Twitter on fire. And then he's now kind of trending as this right-wing com- comic, right? So like all the liberals... Louis and- Why is that a right-wing a- joke, though? I, I, think I don't think this is what the comics- So, but, but here's the thing. So Dan sends this... And like, just as a like, hey, what a dick, or I forget what he wrote. I I, I think just knowing Dan, I, I don't think he found it funny. He hated but, it. No, I know, but it would, there was but, no humor in it. But was was it because of of? Well, uh, it's a little insensitive for sure. It is, but, but I think thing. that's he's I done that. That's, that's part he's of been it. doing that for, are, yeah. He's been yeah. doing that for like twenty. And years. I think and honestly, when you push the boundary like that, you you, I think you create almost new audiences when you do. It's that probably the only thing he can do right now. It, is it, to go further yeah, to but that, in that he, direction. But that's always sure. been his, his but he, MO from the Carlin's beginning. Carlin's been his like influence. Yeah, that's, it, that's his thing. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's... He he has... It's one thing to be inappropriate to comedy. We all like that. But 
what he was doing, you know, and his personal. Oh, and his personal. Yeah, but yeah, I can women. remove things. I mean, I yeah. love like Woody Allen. Oh yeah, Woody yeah. Allen. I'm not, like I'm not saying dude. I dislike. I'm just saying that's why people probably. I love Dahmer. I mean, I love yeah. Dahmer. But <laughs> was, I have to Ted remove Bundy's, myself. Ted Bundy's my favorite, yeah. though. Actually, his stand-up special in the Ted Bundy escaped from jail twice. It was his own lawyer. <laughs> he has a lot of admirable qualities. <laughs> not but dumb. Think, uh, no way. <laughs> but I think that this. What I want to know is is the people that are I'm not exposed to these people on a day to day basis. The people who are really offended by this kind of comedy or 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 uh, um, really anything. I'm I'm more around the right wingers every day. I'm, I see them. I, they don't. They don't. Isn't that this the doesn't way it register is on them. I don't. It seems I like, like it, maybe I it's just like where I'm we are because I'm not in a city or or near a yeah. a, 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 a college campus. But because we're not in the. That kind of world. Yeah, but I think but, like the normal I, working world is but going to me be. Me myself, I've never in my life been offended. Uh, I, I, it's hard to offend me personally. It's really hard to offend me. I, I just don't, I don't miss out the white male privilege kind of thing. I, I don't know, but I, I just don't get offended by that. And I don't see, I don't see censorship and, um, and actually having like threatening someone's career or livelihood for that is being right in any way or, or or effective way of curbing this because i think if you squash that in the mainstream all of a sudden there'll be these underground stuff and actually maybe that makes it better too you'll find yeah. underground comedy that would probably be in the, the people like dave Chappelle that make you lock up your phone when you come in so you can't tape it and put it out there and give for them sure the more the people that squash like louis doing this kind of stuff there'll be the underground people that come up and and As an inf- he influenced that an entire generation for behind sure. him that's coming yeah, yeah that, there was an article in the New York Times. I don't know. Maybe it's that one up there, but maybe it's, I don't know. But uh, he would just pop into clubs, the comedy club in New York, and do his thing, Louis C.K., and a lot of people got offended. So then, but there was, like, tradition. Like, lots of comedians would just pop in unannounced. Yeah, I mean. And now, they, now though, the club now has to put up a sign that says he will be coming. He can't come unannounced Oh, really? Anymore. Him yeah, specifically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right, that, I found the clip. A that's a problem. That's insane. That's a fucking problem. I went out with some friends years ago, and we were at, I think this, I think it was a cellar, and um, just to see, no name, it was my, my buddy's birthday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, Louis C.K. and Chappelle popped Oh, my in. God. Really? Oh, wow. Maybe that's practice. the place. Maybe no, it is. that's the, the place comedy I cellar about. down in the yeah. village is, is where they, the, a we lot of the New York comics use their, their home club. If you go there on a... They like work out new jokes yeah, and stuff do, like that. Apparently, if you go there on like a, an off night, like they'll all travel out in the weekend and come back. So if you're there on a Sunday or a Monday, like Seinfeld will, might pop in or, you know, and Chappelle and these people, they work out new jokes with these. It's actually like, a, from what I've heard, it's very like, it's like a... It's almost like their local bar mm-hmm. where they come and they hang out with each other and they work stuff right, out. But like that's that. what I was thinking. Like, did anyone consider that he's just working out material? I mean, I don't. They give these guys like that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, they they usually work it out for like a year before they introduce oh, it. Yeah. And nowadays, like, so now this shit is so touchy with Louis. So it's the first thing he's uh, he's done, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. so he's now also it's on the like cu- he doesn't even have a chance to work jokes out. No, and so just, I, I guess that's the, the thing. Yeah, that people that don't want to hear it. He's also on the other end of that Me Too movement, which seems to be aligned with right. the censorship kind of, like they're all that far left kind of, and then it's funny talking about this in this platform because I usually identify more with left than I do right, but I think the far left people are pushing more center people to the right. I think they're, hence Donald Trump, because of 
of everyday Joe Blow having to change his opinions or the way he addresses people because he didn't use the right pronoun. Like, fuck that. This guy, this mm-hmm. asshole up Yeah, it's really, it's really hard to defend when, when the, the far right gets up in arms and sensitivity mm-hmm. because now we've trended such polar opposites where... You know, sometimes, you know, a fact is a fact or, you, you know, like you have to call it as it is and you shouldn't have to 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 censor yourself. But I, here's the clip. Here's the clip. Can I just say one thing? If Rob, if you're never uh, offended by anything, I have a joke for you. Yes, please. <laughs> Do you know what the last thing that was going through the poor little minds of those kids of Sandy Hook was? I don't know. Bullets. <laughs> is All that right. a joke or is that uh, not a joke? We hit it, right? <laughs> All right, now I'm offended. Uh, that, that you're tr- you're tr- you're gonna trigger Dan. I wish he was on the line here. <laughs> I, we have the capability, don't we? We sure do. Oh. But he, I think he's flying right now. I'm a little disappointed in the younger generation, honestly, because I'm 51 years old, and when I was like 18 to my 20s, I mean, we were idiots. We were getting high, doing fucking mushrooms and shit. And then older people were like, you got to get your shit together. And we were like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and I was kind of excited to be in my 50s and see people in their 20s and be like, they're crazy. These kids are nuts, but they're not. They're fucking, nee. they're just boring. <laughs> fucking telling you. Like, the, you could tell from a joke, this is a professional joke. He's lining it up. These are complimentary kind of uh uh, setups mm. so far so good so far so good yeah and it might be like he said dude this is him this was taped working out on the phone like yeah. he's working this yeah. material out she didn't say that what the what are you an old lady what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that's not appropriate fuck Woo! you you're a child why are you finger fucking each other and doing jello shots <laughs> like why aren't you why? <laughs> You should address me. They're like royalty. They tell you what to call them. Fuck them. You should address me as they them. <laughs> because I identify as gender neutral. Oh, okay. Okay. This is where it gets into a political That's, position. It is. Like this, the, is the, this is where... Honestly, I think right there is exactly... I think that people on the left or... or, or and I've never met these people. I, I wish that hell I have. I'm around the fucking right wing nuts more than I am around the left wing. But I would argue with them just as much. They're the reason Donald Trump is in office. Because you swayed the midsection to the right because they can't fucking handle this. You changed it too quickly. You changed this is you. You're forcing ordinary people to change their language and the way that they perceive. This shit. You're forcing people to do that. And so the guy who just works his fucking job, struggling to get by, and there's a ton of them in America, you're forcing him, like, he has no political stance. There's a yeah. lot of them out there. And, and, then and he's you like, know what? The, fuck, this guy's my champion. The, the problem that, is, is the guy that laughed and said, fuck him, fuck right? Him. Yeah. Because he's that's the adult. Yep. He's the adult that yes. doesn't get the joke. Yep. And it's like, that's how, that's where the danger comes because everyone has to, like, choose a side. Yeah. That guy has truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker has truck nuts. <laughs> fucking. Oh. <laughs> You should address me as there, because I identify as a location. 
And the location is your mother's cunt. Funny. It doesn't have to be that nasty. But it can be. I think that's the type of stuff that I think Dan didn't find funny. Like, your mother's cunt. It's like an easy, like, shock kind of thing. It feels I, I, I think, I, I, again, I can't speak for him, I obviously, but I think but it goes to the gender and then, like, the finale. I don't know. They testify from, in front of Congress, these kids. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing? You're young. You should be crazy. You should be unhinged. Not in a suit saying, I'm here to tell. Fuck you. That's not interesting. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot? Why does that mean I have to listen to you? Why does that make you... And that, and that was it. And that oh, set... I think that's kind of... That set it <laughs> off, problematic. Dude. But that, But that's the thing, it, right? But let me ask you, is it problematic because of you know the climate? No, I think he's dismissing kids who are trying to actually make a change about gun laws and gun violence in the country. And some of their classmates were killed, so they go had to be intimidating to go testify in Congress. But he's saying, you know, fuck you. No, I so. but but yes, I mean in the literal form, but in the structure of the joke, he's comparing how serious these kids are today. Oh yeah. Because you know, versus what we were and But he I think was. that's just a vehicle for him to make the political statement about the kids. You could be right. You yeah. could be right. And it's maybe a, I'm not a, maybe that's maybe that's the point that around. I missed. Right. No, I think it, it might be the perception on on because it as evident as that is, it, like uh, and I I've I can totally see that point. It's just what, where we're coming from with the comedian. You're like, it's it. There's no holds barred, and I think that censoring comedy at the East is a very dangerous thing. If there's these these places you can go to watch this dark gallows type humor, it's it's a necessary part of life, and that maybe he's as big as he is, so it puts it on the stage, and then plus the jerking off. You know, he's coming from a place where it's really uh, he's taboo. I guess mm. you should say, but it, it, it is true. It, that, that's terrible. Like in the literal sense, like he said, but I think coming from it from a different point of view, but I also think just, no, I understand. I think there should be a place for people to enjoy dark humor. Yeah. I like dark what humor. What I'm saying is like without <clears throat> all this Louis backstory, would there be any, would that touch anything? It's just, everybody seems touchy with him right now. Right. Yeah. The back, like just he's, he's taboo right now. Like, right. Like, I mean, so anything he does is mm. he's a target right yeah. now. Yeah. There's no, like he, you're already part but of the also, Me Too movement. But also, you know, he, his thing is, uh, you know, uh, like I'm biased. I like him, yeah. but uh, like a lot, but he also views things and says things like, in a he looks at jokes or like, uh, just manner in a way that, and says things that, in a different way, mm. in a different, almost like a devil's advocate a lot of times. Mm, sure. I don't know if I believe that everything he says he believes, but yeah, maybe I, that's I the think, case. Well, I think when, when you come down to it, it, it they're, you're literally, you're performing something, so it, it's exaggerated. But I just, I just think, like, if he was making fun of young people being too serious mm. and, like, lighting the hell up, like he chose some pretty uh, yeah, interesting specific, material. Specific think, kids that are in a very specific think, situation. Right. I kind of. I think I'm more offended. The joke. The joke wasn't funny. Yeah. That, I think, like it I just think, wasn't, and it probably would have got. And, and I also would have ended up on the floor. Exactly. So and that's what I think. When we were talking about it before, is what I think our friend Dan was saying about this. That he 
didn't think it was funny. That might be true. Not but that he, he was might, offended. He, this, some, this is something he might have scrapped. It might, oh, yeah, because it's worked out. It's yeah, not on the special. Yes, he might have been like, this, this isn't working. But, it, it, but because, but, you know, also that, you know, this dude is pretty much buried alive right now. And this might be his way to punch his way back into the thing. Uh, and if anybody can do it, I think he can do it from this movement. I think, first of all, because he didn't actually physically assault somebody. I mean, clearly, I'm speaking for him, it sounds like. Yeah, I, just, I, I am but, too. I am but, a fan. I mean, I've been a fan. I think more of his writing. But I think a lot of the specials that I've seen, like Bill said, there's a lot of things that sometimes it's not as funny. And I think he's also taking the parkland because that's his far as you can go For i mean sure. that's a, that's the hardest thing you can say if you just brought up transgender in general or or guns and something yeah. like but the freshest most uh publicly visible people are the parkland kids so going after them is you're you're going for the gold you're really swinging for the fences kind of thing so i think that's that's where they're uh where he's going with that and i don't know this outrage, I don't even know if there's outrage or if I, somebody just put it on CNN because it doesn't, you know, it could be I, 20 people that I, are in the way. Like, there might not even be this outrage. Bingo, and here we are talking about it and um, yeah, probably... I, I agree. That my point, maybe uh, before, because I'm always around the, the blue-collar right-winger guys, I'm asking them all the time, who are who are these people? Like, like I don't see these kids. I don't see, I'm not exposed to people who are offended by this shit. Like in the like interpersonal, it's online. Like you said, they're hiding behind computers. I am not exposed to people that are like you're. You're in high school. Do you see these people outraged like that? Younger people are they really literally outraged by this? They are. They're. I think the the kids I teach, you know, typically like seventeen, eighteen. I think they're like so fed up with older people yeah. that have like messed everything up. I don't think that's bad they either. Feel it's their obligation and responsibility to try to change. Things. And what do you think about? It? I don't think that's a bad thing. I have lots of kids. I mean. In the last, say, five, six years that are transgender, you know, that, yeah, that it's just a common thing. And the TCNJ where I teach, there's like gender neutral bathrooms. and Yeah, that's great because we would always be, I mean, you could literally have people offended by just calling somebody a fag. Like that was what we would do back then. And even like Eminem said when he was back in the day, he was like, yeah, fag, it didn't mean like gay. It was just like sissy Stupid. or like. It just it wasn't, which also yeah, means it wasn't the same. It like wasn't the same shit as associated it was now, with some stupid, yeah. But but transgender is becoming more rapidly accepted in 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 the younger people. So mm -hmm. it, that that's going to change shit exponentially in the future. Here's a crazy really thought: when when we took going to that faggot comment, you know, and and speaking to sexism. I think widely, like when you call somebody a bitch, it's still accepted. You can joke about mm -hmm. it. It doesn't bleep out. It's not sure. bleeped out on, on, on TV and what have you. So here you go with a negative connotation towards women by calling someone a bitch. Mm -hmm. Fine. Calling someone a faggot for the same reason. You're a bitch. You're a faggot. Wrong. And there's far less homosexuals than there are women. Yep. Yeah, I just said that. <laughs> that's, really, so, that's a really good please, point, Bill. Yeah, can you please pass the old English? <laughs> I think the conversation is getting a little too heavy. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I do want to get off my chest. But interesting. Can I, can I say something? Yeah, sure. On a serious note? 
heavy metal sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm. I yeah. disagree. I no, fucking I heavy I'm metal you. stinks. Yeah, Not with across you. the board. Listen, tell I me a good song right now. And I'll, Alice Cooper. There's Alice several. Cooper, you, fuck Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper grown man in a Halloween life. costume going out there biting. There's several Black Sabbath albums that are amazing. The first three Black Sabbath albums are first gold. five, I would say. Oh, five. I, I'm not <laughs> but and then I Who, forgot where it was. Like Alice Cooper, Slayer, Metallica. Yeah, they have there's like some good Alice Cooper songs. songs. There's some good Alice Cooper songs. Iron Maiden. All right, tell, yeah, me, tell me, please tell oh. me, tell me an Alice Cooper song that Generation is good. Landslide. That's a great song. School's out. No, that's a good song too. How? Honestly. But the, but that's well, the problem. Yeah. Like that's a good song. Yeah. I don't want it be. I don't want it sung by some guy that looks like a vampire that's, that's exactly fifty-two years who old. Who you want it sung by? It, it makes no sense. What do you sense. want? Like sung by a dude who looks like Ric Flair or I Jake want the, the Snake? I Man, want like, the want Beach the Boys guy. version no, of School's no. Out. Yo, <laughs> you gotta get in there. You gotta dig in. Metallica don't play, dude. <laughs> master, fuck you, master. Uh, they fell off after Master of Puppets. Maybe Injustice for All. Right, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, play some Slayer. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, play Slayer, dude. Play some Slayer. Yeah. Play something from. Uh, this isn't. What is this? Rain and Blood. Oh, the whole yeah, album right. is like 30 minutes. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Play Rain and Blood. It's like crazy. This is a good, this is a good topic. I'm glad you brought this up there is some merit. To this. Seriously, decent song right now, but why is he on don't stage? Like, no, no, because if you're going to be the performer, like, be the performer. All right, we get, like, go all in with this. He's, like, really, he's a really this good golfer. This goes deep with him. This is <laughs> yeah. exactly why he doesn't like the Grateful Dead because of the you know people why? Because this is my next point. You know, hobbies that carry a certain culture. Fuck you, motorcycle <laughs> gangs. Get over it. Like, motorcycles are fun. What about people that like the Eagles? That's like another Yo, thing. Real quick, though, motorcycle gang. People Isn't it the same thing? Are seriously the, some of the nicest, kindest people, people right? <laughs> They're like insane nice. Yeah, but right. listen, and they would love them. Got to go on the road with a bike gang. We're no, gonna fucking do this right. But listen, I love motorcycles. I ride motorcycles. Am I wearing a leather vest and chaps? No. Like, am I going to go to a rally in Lacey Township yeah, yeah, and swallow hot dogs and chuck beer? Fraternities are, are for the birds. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Sorry. 1976. Chilling. See, days but, are confused. But Again, uh, it's right. fucking good, right? It's not, it's yeah. not. It's here's my problem. Was, Here's my problem. You know my problem. Like if they, if he looked like Leonard Skinner, right? Yeah. This is a good song to me. The the total package, man. I know. Like you, why? You, like why go there? I don't know. Like how? It's embarrassing this is what we to me. Talked about on episode one. You have been in my mind's eye, making me laugh without you there for fucking twenty years. Every time a fucking guy rolls up with a mud splattered blazer in Manchester, I just go Jim, and then I fucking laugh. Your heritage. It's Let me ask Sean. What's what? Heavy metal records. I love old school. Like like top. If, if you had to just real quickly paraphrase top five 
influential and the ones that you love kind of mixing it together. Black Sabbath, Paranoid, number paranoid, one. No doubt. All right. Hmm. Well, should I just play what you've requested? Uh, I like Slayer. We got a song up here <laughs> called War, yeah, War I, Ensemble. I, wait I for know build th- for that, though, I think. All right. I'll wait. I'll wait. But I do like Slayer. I like... Uh, I like Ride the Lightning, Metallica yeah, Ride the Lightning. That was dope, too. What do you think about, uh, this is what I'm going to bring. Like, Iron Maiden, no. Yeah, there was a, what, I think right, let me maybe, dial up some Iron Maiden, because I, I can't get over their artwork in this whole skeleton thing. Oh, come on, we have Maiden things. Post. Oh, you, wait. Pick a song now. Yeah, pick, the Trooper, it. dude, the Trooper. Play a song right now. I'll be right back, because, damn, these two need to be here for this one. What song? Uh, what which one? Let, Hallowed be thy name. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. a good one. Hallowed be thy name. By by Iron Maiden. By Iron Maiden. I, where did you know what you know what my problem was? I was too busy watching the NWA and WWF when you guys were like banging your head smoking cigarettes as, as <laughs> seven year olds. <laughs> you might have been with that white snake, son. Uh, yeah, like I, you know, here I go again. Chris, what are your thoughts on on heavy metal? Because I, I just I you know I thank you. We, we sit on the same side of the table here. And, you know, we, you just missed a couple of good songs by Alice Cooper. Well, well, one. And it sounded like a Leonard Skinner song to me or an Eagles song, right? Like, which is fine musically, but don't dress up like a fucking bat. I don't want to see a yeah, bat on stage. Sure. And, and somehow you are, you know, stuck in your 60s your entire career. Dude, that bothers somebody, me too. I was working the other day and somebody had uh, those like, you know how like uh, they they make them really nice those like um, stereos that the contractors use. Why are they so fucking loud? Those are the, really made well. <laughs> yeah, they're like, a, like made like so you can drop them off a roof. A Dewalt, like a Dewalt. Yeah, and they were fucking. This dude was blasting. I I mean I don't know what it was, but just kept repeating the lines. We're red hot five hundred thousand times, and it was head like heavy metal. That's terrible. It was yeah. like Bill, he wants to hear. He wants shit. us to play Iron Maiden. I got Slayer there too, but I don't know what Iron Maiden no. song. The like, yeah, like what's your top? Like, it. what makes you okay? I would just say play Paranoid if you really want to know, like, why heavy metal or Into the Void. I was play some joints reality. off that Black Sabbath. But would you listen to this now? Oh yeah, I do yeah. all the time. I Black do Sabbath. too. I do too. I actually Sabbath. Give I me a to, song. I to Sabbath a lot. You nerd. Run to the hills. To the hills. All right, run to the hills. Here we go. I it, I don't dial up. I don't dial up Maiden most of the time, but but uh, but Sabbath. It's a fucking joke. No, tell me, four people in this room just got electrified. This is Guitar Hero joke music, and it sounds like Sabbath next. Hand of Doom, Black Sabbath. <laughs> but, but again, so Chris, I think you were in the restroom when I, uh, I was talking about hobbies that carry a culture that are fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, I like motorcycles. I don't like to dress up as a motorcycle gang member, but you know, like heavy metal was that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could like a music song, yeah. but I'm not dressing up like Alice Cooper or I don't like this fucking art of skeletons and, and like, 
But I did with a dip, wig. But those. Why those is there a posters, wig on this? Those posters Wait, we were gotta, to fucking shit. We have to talk about this right now because Chris used to purchase those posters <laughs> yeah, from were, Bill out like of his them. freaking. No, I have to admit, back in the day, I did like Iron Maiden. I did like I had Metallica. I liked all that shit, especially like Metallica. Too. Didn't have good posters. The Iron Maiden was known for their fucking yeah. posters. And the you remember going to the back of Spencer's and shit? Hell yeah, they were known. They were like felt. I don't know. Shut it off. Oh no! You just leave it. They were like felt. There were there were some they were felt like fuzzy. Too. All right, so but Sean, you're you're into all right, but Slayer. That's what I, I like Slayer, but I like Black Sabbath too. But yeah, I like this. I'm good. <laughs> Come on. What are you doing right Listen now? To the drummer, dude. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, happens yeah, yeah, yeah. here? Listen to the drummer though. They say he's the, uh, he's the king of the double bass. Seriously, can <laughs> what like what part of your day do you listen? to? I'm driving in the car like <laughs> to or from work. You know, just like, <laughs> here. What was the song that we would? Uh, we went to a party. Oh, uh, postmortem. Postmortem. Slayer. So here, so listen. Here's here's the thing. We went to to see Blur with Slow Dive opening up at Asbury Lanes or the, uh, Fast Lane, and you weren't old enough, and Mike was old enough, and, the, and those fake IDs we were talking about didn't work. So <laughs> fuck. You were the only one. Like I eighteen. Was, yeah, that was it. Was the like fast lanes. Yeah. you saw that. Yeah. Well, no, we, we got kicked out because it was our, like they uh, played like November third. Was that like the last fucking show before they closed that shit down? Because it was literally couldn't I'm, have been open much Maybe. later than that. Yeah, I don't know. Was going. So we saw the Saw Doctors there later. <laughs> yes, we did. But that night we went back to our friend's house who was having a birthday party in Hollyoaks mm-hmm. and. We insisted on them playing Slayer. We'd run down the hallway and like, like <laughs> leap into the couch and shit. <laughs> so that, so that's we were listening to Slayer and Leisure. Yeah, Slayer <laughs> and Leisure. Yeah, and yeah. Slow Dive. What? Okay, so what was the? Um, well, when you see the, Mike the, D's playlist, it's like he was obviously the same type of kid. Yeah, they were. No, I, yeah, they they were definitely <laughs> yeah, like. Like hardcore. hardcore. Shit, they were big I mean, time I hardcore. They were hardcore, and then they said it was taboo to like heavy metal and shit like that. And then yeah, they they, they made fun of that. Like yeah, that, like yeah. hardcore. Like if you can listen to Bad Brains, that's different. But his like, playlist has Black Sabbath all over it. Slayer. Yeah. 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 Slayer. What, what what Slayer song do you post mortem? You said post mortem. <laughs> Hopefully the live version because before I, I, I just post mortem. I feel like the live version, the double disc. I feel like I'm just gonna laugh. Probably a fucking. And then the assholes in the crowd. Yeah. You know what? The assholes in the crowd. Come on. Uh, Slayer, 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 dude. Slayer crowd was just like this. <laughs> We're on that. Yeah, air. But those are the real metalheads, not the ones that you saw in the late '80s, where they were like when it became like these guys are like metal. popping speed pills like every. Second. Some yeah. of these dudes had short hair. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rules. Uh, uh, postmortem. Uh. <laughs> Fuck this guy! <laughs> that is so bad. The around your neck. Tie the tourniquet around me. He, no, this, this shit belongs <laughs> on a carnival. He just turned the, I know the, the tourniquet around his neck. <laughs> when Wait you're for the chorus. Are you man. listening to that yeah, shit when you're driving to the, the chorus, dude? 
Dude, you're listening to that shit when you're yeah, dying in Florida. I, I can't. Or you put up a fight no. to my wife won't put up exactly. Like of course, it's where it gets like, different. You can't get away with shit. I can't get away with with like, like, like hardcore hip hop or metal or anything with the wife or experimental jazz. Really, jazz too. I can get away with jazz for a little while. I can get away with jazz. You can't fuck with jazz. We're saying like around our spouses, we can't play like hardcore rap, metal, or avant-garde jazz. My, and my wife is very, very cool with the music. It's just like, Hold I think on. when you start to get outside like the fringe, this? like, yeah, no, she probably wouldn't deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't get the, the, the joke on that. Listen, if you're listening to this as a joke, I'm all there. Like, like, but if you're the crib keeper, that's when he actually listens to it, like, what part of your day do you like find your like? I know it's a weird thing between the joke. Just woke up. Just woke up. I'm probably gonna dig in and listen to the whole album, but I'll do it. I gotta do a load of laundry. But doesn't this remind you of a time when it was? It reminds me of nothing. You guys were Shriv's uncle, like stealing the vending machines. It's like an indie movie. Yeah, driving a box truck up the street at 18 years old with, yeah. with the equivalent of Shamu's tank in the back swaying back and forth. The liquid weight that could flip it over. I don't know. I don't know, man. Play I, that other track I sent you, Bill. That'll send Bill back. You, you sent me Public Enemy. Yeah. That? Okay, yeah, we'll go, go there. Really surprise. Okay, so go to PEP. <laughs> because I, I thought we were still on the heavy metal thing. Right right. Like, no, the Public Enemy, that kind of crosses lines oh, yeah. a little bit back in yeah, the day. No, Public Enemy there. Public Enemy is still one of the most the underrated producer, right? freaking Rick groups Rubin, ever. Def like, Jam Records. Yeah. All the same label. He was the producer for Slayer and... Rick Rubin. Without a rush. He did later Slayer stuff, right? Yeah, he did that one. He was down with, with, with Def Jam, but that's where he started, right? Slayer was already going before Rick Rubin came around. No, he Rick Rubin produced their like, second or third albums. Slayer? Yeah. Uh, see, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't get Slayer into Slayer, so I don't know their timeline as much. And the No Sleep Till, no yeah. sleep till Brooklyn video or whatever, yeah. too. Learn some history. Rick Rubin, Learn some Rick history, Rubin. bitch. <laughs> Rick Rubin was the ultimate startup ever. Like in his fucking dorm room. Yeah. Like he had the Beastie Boys. He was all these hip But acor- dudes, according like, to the book, he was a dick, and that's why he, he blew the relationship. So. Oh, I, I didn't get there. He was the one who did it? I yep. thought I always thought right, But, th- but here, here's my laun- doing laundry song. Some say no to the album, the show. Not even in the same, on the you, same spectrum. Do you Fuck think, you like, guys. When you look, no. you, I agree. No. I think it's the same spectrum. It's just a couple different shades of gray. That's all. No, it's not. Oh, don't even get shades of gray. And now you, yeah, you want to get me on the Grateful Dead right now? Is that no, what you want to do? <laughs> we can go to that, though. Same I would love thing. to go to that. Hobby and culture. Can't stand it. Decent music. The culture stinks. No, it doesn't. Deadhead culture. I like, I like no. culture, actually. The, the I don't give a fuck culture. Like How does that stink? 
Like a that dude rolls up in sweatpants yeah. and fucking like, yeah, I'm not gonna dress like the guy, but I don't no, care what he's running around there. It's just more of a mindset of like not giving a fuck. Giving a fuck, man. Cool. Giving that's what this is a working title maybe for this, but it'd be great to call this podcast Zero Fucks Given. That's fine. Mm. There's, I think, I think there's a lot of them, a lot of those people in that culture that are in your face. But I think there's so many more that are just fucking. Yeah, they See, do. I, they don't, they're they're off the grid and it's yeah. fucking yeah. nice. Why don't you all buy tickets to Dead and Company in Camden in June 20th? It's Listen, a Thursday night. I'll, it's ride only 40 bucks. I'll ride with you guys. I'll ride with you guys. It's 40 bucks. It's a bad taste from It's when a we were fucking kids fun and, like, show. It's really they, fun to they watch. You wore them. it to school with, like, as a badge. Yeah, but, it, like, as you get older and you stuff see now, it's more just chill. People bring their kids there. There's all ages. It's fucking ridiculous. The. John Mayer does a great job, and that's still Bob Weir up there. It's fucking, it's fun. Go to that show. It's June 20th at Camden. It's like 40 bucks for a lawn seat. Right. Don't buy it. Right. Just ruining the my joke shit. here. Bring the shit. Just kidding. Bring the shit. Just kidding. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not kidding at all. I remember I feel like sitting. Dead. Now I, I know how Louis C.K. feels. Jesus. I remember sitting in Penn Don't Station. Fuck with the dead. My God. remember after. Uh, uh, after uh, uh, it was New Year's Eve, 96, or 95 to 96 in Penn Station. The train broke down. We got stuck there. Sure do. Laying on the floor. Oh, yeah. And I remember seeing some fucking Grateful Dead Surrounded chicks. by a bunch of deadheads. Running around. And you know what? So maybe that's off. my connection, right? You know, I, I have such a visceral I memory. Did it smell just, good? <laughs> yeah, like patchouli that you just wanted to throw patchouli up constantly. And homeless man shit. It was hey, like, you know, we're stuck without a train. We're going to be here all night. Can I borrow your wool sweater, please, so I can stay I warm? Was, I, was, no one gave it to me. No, they didn't. They didn't. And I don't remember caring that much about the dead is like I do now, but it was just funny to me how angry you used to get watching Grateful Dead sweater chicks twirl around. Listen, skate, skateboarding is fun. Like being on a skateboard's fun, but there's only one person that's dressed like Tony Hawk, and that's Tony Hawk. I don't want to dress like Tony Hawk, but I want to skateboard. It's just the hobby and the culture disconnect. That's my problem. That's all. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can like the dead, but I don't need to wear patrolly. Patchouli? I don't patchouli. even, right? Like, what is it? Patchouli. Patchouli. Yeah. But no one's asking you to. Yeah, but there was a time that there, that <laughs> was a thing. I think it's now like the, uh, the one that I have. That's my problem. rant. My problem, my rant would be modern country. <laughs> Can't fucking stand it. Modern yeah, country? Un- fuck, music. That, modern country oh. like, is, is, what is the that? same as... as uh, Hair metal was to heavy it's like metal. Pop, it's so like, like American Idol pop. It, it's stuff. like it's pop country, and they where it's almost like a mathematical formula where they you got to write this and you're going to insert alcohol reference, the everyman reference, and it's become party music. Mm. I've heard it described There's, as rap music for people that are afraid of black people. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's an insult like, to rap. Like, <laughs> If it was crisscross and uh, like like party, it's it's it, there's no artistic merit like to it. Like pop country like, music, is that what? It, yeah, yeah, it's it's straight garbage. It all sounds the same. It, yeah. Exactly the same, with the exact same like like you literally take the structure of the song is like a mathematical formula. Like this plus this plus this. Just like Mad Libs, you exactly. Insert exactly. Make, but let me ask you this, guys. It. Here's one thing that we can all agree on on the musical genre. We never had to like fall into any type of cultural badge as a part of the, the interest, mm. but it's it's hip old school hip hop and and sort of nineties hip hop hip hop and you know it was there was no like 
yeah, okay, Digital Underground, there was the Humpty Dance, but I, I wouldn't consider them that, but there was no... <laughs> right, but, but I mean, the fact is, like, to me, that music transcended a style, uh, a, a stereotype, and it's something that connected us all together. Same thing with Britpop, right? Like, I mean, mm. maybe we fell into a little bit of the culture of, like, you know, Chris looking like uh, Liam Gallagher, but, you know, John didn't. But, you know, it was a, like, I just like liking things without having to buy into the whole thing. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I think you do maybe buy into it more when you're younger and then it kind of grow out of it, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember buying into. But we also do everything different. I mean, even the '90s, even those '90s and '80s ones that you're talking about are not like the most. They weren't like the ones the mainstream. No, no, no. exactly. I think we kind of went against it almost. Exactly. We always go against like the current. Constantly. That's right. We were rebels. I, I think know, we like, went with rebels. all music. It's always like that. But as a youngster, you do find yourself adapting. You know, wearing those clothes. And I love this shit. Let's get it all in perspective For all y'all enjoyment A song y'all can step with Y'all appointed me to bring rap justice But I ain't 5-0 Y'all know it's Nas, yo Great Goose and a whole lot of hydro Only describe us as soldier survivors Stay laced in the best Well-dressed with finesse in the white tee Looking for white meat The girl who fly and talk so nicely Put her in the coop so she can fit I was a late bloomer to Nas, Nas is Yeah, me too Nas is uh, fucking I, I, I was a late bloomer to him too. I didn't I actually just realize I, I watched something. I don't remember what it was that I didn't know Illmatic. He, he enlisted like the best producers around New York yes. city, like large yes. professor, yes. Q-tip, all these guys to produce. I didn't know they DJ literally Premier. produced that song by song. Like he, every asked and Q-tip was, DJ premier. Every song is like a different producer. Yeah, totally. But it's the greatest rap album it's ever. It's fucking sure. ridiculous. I, I might think, the, I think it is. I think I think I think he was 19 too. He's Memory Lane 19 is, when he made Memory it. Memory Lane might be one of the fucking greatest uh, that might be the greatest. I love the last song. song um what is it? I drink my wet with, with Medusa. <laughs> uh give a shotguns in hell from the spliff that I lifted in hell. It ain't hard to tell. That song ain't any hard to tell. <laughs> it's the best. Did you see the flick? I saw, yeah, like a documentary about him making yeah. it. And I didn't oh, see no, it. I didn't see that. Stuff. Yeah. Who's, where's that on? I forget. It Where, was I was seeing a band, and I was yeah. in, I think I was in New York, and we were watching it. We were seeing a band, and, and the, you know, the marquee had, you know, Tomorrow Night. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was like HBO or something. Sure. Really? Something like it, that. Yeah. yeah. So it could be on demand. Or... Uh-huh. Just think of the visual, though, for a second. You picture, like, Nas. And Medusa chilling in hell. <laughs> They're drinking Moet champagne, smoking a, a spliff, and she gives him a shotgun. How doesn't he turn into stone? Because they're in hell? Because he's not. How do you not love hip-hop, though? I, I don't know how you don't, like, literally write it This dude's, like, lyrically, like... I think he, it, But I, I think there's a lot of people out there. I swear to God, there's, like, the uh, people we were talking before, like, that white hick heavy metal dude from back in the day that just 
by nature cannot like rap, but they fucking do. It's probably a race. They thing. do. They do. Totally. But I still like totally. it. And, like they got the little tape in the, or they had the tape, or they stream this shit when no one else is looking because it's fucking brilliant. I still love listening to like when we were talking about um, over text, like Jay Dilla and stuff. Did you see the uh, documentary? Our vinyl weighs a ton. It was on Netflix. It was about uh, it was it featured Mad Lib and then Jay Dilla ended up going out and being part of that uh label. It was Peanut Butter Wolf. It was the guy. He had a. It was what was the what was the rapper's name? He he got killed. It was early on in their career. It was Charisma and Peanut Butter Wolf, and uh, he started a record label and he just started getting all these eclectic artists. Not just in hip hop. He would get. I mean, he literally signed all these just crazy eclectic art artists and Madlib was one of them and then Madlib what was the, the group Mad that they Lib were go off of Jay Dilla though? No, I, they did, I don't think when when they started that he even was aware of Jay Dilla. Oh. But Jay Dilla was in Detroit and he was in LA and and um oh there was a there was a group they centered around him and I don't remember what the name of the group was. It's bothering me right now but they everything on there was Fucking brilliant. And then they brought Jay Dilla out, which was like the Wayne Gretzky of, of hip-hop DJs. He was yeah. absolutely ridiculous, the stuff he was doing. That stuff fascinates me to this day. I love hip-hop DJs. Not like your regular like like club DJs. Like, yeah, they, they get paid DJ Red to, Alert? No, like underground hip-hop DJs like Pete Rock. Uh, yeah. Q-Tip is a fantastic DJ and producer. Mad, you know that Mad Villainy album, right? Yeah, that Mad Villain with, with uh, MF Doom. Yeah, it, they actually signed him, too, after that. That was a great documentary. If you ever get to see it, it I think I saw a clip of Mad Lib was, like, in some other country, and he bought a whole bunch of records. Uh, and he just went back to the hotel room and was playing records like he never played before, like, I think. And then it was, like, he was making, like, the craziest beats. That, like, w- that wasn't in the documentary, but, uh, but the, the, this one, it was, it was just about... It was called uh, Our Vinyl Weighs a Ton. It was about that one record label in L.A. that probably doesn't make a lot of money, and he signs the weirdest shit. But they, they're they're yeah. like consummate artists. They're really really good, and it, it was it was amazing, amazing. So Peanut Butter Wolf himself was pretty good. Peanut like, Butter Wolf. Peanut Butter Wolf has got some good up. shit. Yeah. Q-Tip has a great. What Peanut Butter Wolf? Yeah. It sounds like my daughter's it, favorite look book. Him up. Look him up. Put <laughs> yeah. Daddy, Butter read Wolf me Peanut Butter Wolf. <laughs> And the jelly they monster. They were from San Jose, California. It was Peanut Butter Wolf and Charisma. And it was a, a black guy. And Peanut Butter Wolf is like your like, Cavaricci wearing white kid in 91. Did he have a real was, creamy voice? Like, hey, man, but Peanut Butter Wolf. He's not. No. Charisma does that. Like, put on. Check out. Uh, look up uh, uh, Peanut Butter Wolf or, or Charisma and Methods. But And he was kind of. It was like right around that early 90s. Look at this one song they got the Apple Juice Break. Yeah, <laughs> apple juice break. Yeah. What? There's a song. Uh, do you want charisma or do, do that one? The methods right there. This is it, just quickly. You can you don't have to. But he like they were almost high school rappers, and this dude got killed. And then so oh, I think Butter you Wolf, didn't you send this to me a while ago? I might have. Yeah, and Peter it, yeah. Wolf started it, the the record label after his, his was, the guy that was the, the two of them were on their way, and then. This is 91 or whatever, early, early, like high school, like garage day shit. 
dropped him like a pick up a basketball. I guess y'all mad love to my crew. Everyone's real cool. All we want to do is to be in a record pool. I guess y'all, this is my... I'll tell you what, though, the, the, the kids now stay away because they, they asked me if I would, if I could advise a hip-hop club, and it kind of died, but it was like the last couple of years, and they would just talk about new albums, you know? Somebody would choose an album to listen to and talk about it, mm-hmm. and then they told me to pick one, so I picked Wu-Tang, and they were, uh, they don't like a lot of old rap. They just think it's, they just think it's, it sounds too weird and different. They don't. They just didn't like it. They just they couldn't explain it. You said you know the, who, the beats were too like it sounded old. You know why? Because I think yeah, Is that boom bap stuff. You know why? Because I, I, I think I mean, that nobody they, uses that anymore. Well, the production, yeah, like new rappers is all is very different. Right. That, that th- sounded like if you asked me when was this made? Nineties. I would say ninety two. Nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy. I mean, they they never went anywhere because the guy died like on his way to his senior prom, and then. The DJ was the one who started the record label, and then he started bringing these people in. He brought in Mad Lib, they brought in uh, Jay Dilla, mm. who are still not—they're not big names, but they're not commercial names. But when you, you look at the artistic, know, yeah. the artistic stuff, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But the other one. Um, but that sounded like a lot of the the like indie hip hop that's out yeah. now. Yeah. Like oh, that, that did. Yeah. The, yeah. The thing, like there's a dude like I know you guys were talking about uh, Earl Sweatshirt and stuff mm. like that. He uses all loops and things, but in the back. No, like, that I listened to that. You, you recommended it. It sounds like an album that could have been made in the nineties, though. It, it, yes, I, yeah. yeah, but they, that's because I think I think they he doesn't give a shit about like no, the, I, I the, like the, it. Yeah, yeah. The, the commercialism, hi-fi, lo-fi, auto tune, anything. What I thought with his yeah. was that he was cutting up like small, tiny little fragment segments, sure, like yeah. and then putting it together like some weird abstract painting. Like, but he's not the only one. He kind of. He's, he's not the one doing like. There's a lot of other dudes. There's like this dude Mike, all capital letters Mike, and then like <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. Hey Mike. Yeah, and he, he the these guys are all like that. There's a whole underground still yeah. doing this kind of stuff, which and, sounds like what you just played. And that's fucking actually giving me hope. As like, if there was a time where you go from like, all right, we're listening to Radiohead and 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 the stuff that we like. That's sporadic, like they, like the bands we liked, seem to kind of stall out. Radiohead might have been the one that was going on. Then you kind of something happened to me where we're going to see live shows and and uh, having people send me different links and the stuff that's going on that I wasn't aware of. I'm like, wow, there's a whole shitload of music going on out there that doesn't need to be top forty because fuck them, we don't identify with them anyway. There's so much good yeah, we stuff never out there. Did. I mean, There's but so even with hip hop, it's the like same shit. It, it, yeah, true. Like you know, like yes, you know, we're st- we are we identify with those '90s. Mm. But there's all right now. It's the same thing with music now. Music, indie music sucks, but we find the undercurrents. They find the, the gems that are out there. Yeah. It's the same shit with rap. It's yeah. crazy yeah. when you so, try to yeah. listen to like new indie or try to search for it. I mean, God, I don't, I, what, as fuck. what yeah. happened? I don't what know. happened to indie? I don't, I think just they, like it's you know, it's cyclical. like indie. Indie it's has now gone into just okay. So it, back to its literal form. Oh, we don't have a record label. We're indie, but it's it's pop. I think this yeah. shit's gone cyclical though. too. and then you got to look at the platform in which you can deliver this. The delivery system, like this podcast, is on you can literally make a record in this fucking room. And put it out on the internet without distribution, it, it could catch fire. Yeah, but I think that's also viral. the thing, though. It's like everybody has now. Everybody can do it. And yeah. Everybody and it cheesy, changed. cheesy dudes, cheesy women, all 
make hip hop, make indie, make whatever, oh, and it's you, all accessible and stuff. But like back in the day, it was just. I think you. Yeah, just striving. Well, was then wrong. I think, but doesn't that if 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 everyone can do it, then you rise to the top when you're better at it than everybody else. The artistic mm-hmm. merit, it, like it brings. It's like jazz, jazz. There's people back in the day, jazz never got paid. They didn't get paid to do this. Duke Ellington didn't get paid to travel. He got paid, but very little. It wasn't like he was a pop star of today, but he never stopped producing this shit. He never stopped driving for it and like that pushed, pushed them above everyone else. Like it's, it's readily available. I think so that I think when it's readily available for everyone to, to download and steal, that makes your live show more important. I think. Pop. Pop music will always reign supreme, and I think that I think the only issue is is that the people that are labeling what is indie indie, mm. or, yeah, I, right. I think that's where it, I mean yeah. indie is is indie is now like kind of hip, and so it's you can make some money, and so hey, this this artist is indie, and it's it's, really it's true, it's turned into like the alternative, like alternative, it's alternative, right? Yes. Alternative. right. Yeah. So now what is alter- I don't know what alternative is, alternative to I don't know, but you're right, yeah, indie. India will always be not the shit on a, a station that says they're indie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it turned into like alt, it's alt rock. It's like dad rock. Adult, adult rock, yeah. right? Like what mm-hmm. does music choice say? Like adult contemporary. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to listen to Radiohead or Death Cab or mm-hmm. something along those lines, it's adult com- contemporary. Yeah. But back to the, uh, the Q-tip conversation. Yeah. He has... We are at Abstract Radio, and right now it is I and Natasha Diggs as we send our eternal shouts out to the inside player, the Lady Cheryl's, the delight. This was my first introduction to his radio station on uh, Apple Music. Yes, yeah, doing laundry. Seriously. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? So in the uh, in the Beastie Boys book, uh, Ad Rock had a section, or towards the end of the book, when they because they went through the anthology of their. You read six hundred pages. It's crazy, man. Well, listen, there's at least two hundred that are pictures. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I like I, as much as you know that sounds impressive it, it is a a picture book um but there was a uh ad rock that he, he towards the end of the book um he and mike d and q-tip they came together because of their record store sort of hunting and the way that they would find samples and and um you know interests and so Q-Tip being able to DJ on this radio station is, I mean, it's insane because of like what he puts together. Like I had no idea that that Bill Cosby uh, performance song was um, a tribe song. What do you mean? Didn't I send that to you? I don't remember that either. No. So Bill, yeah, I thought I sent it to you guys. It seems like good, like show material here. All right, I'll play it. I'll play it. This isn't it. I have to, I have to find it but that's okay i'm a serious cancer all fun and done for the time the people correspond the rhymes to his valid 
the best you will find. Living in CI, who the hell am I? Ain't you rock the juice? I get fly, cool with the riffing guy. Keep a handle, cause if you don't, I wash it down like a candle. Be love, I'm a top villa, part time villa, permanent chiller, son of Sam Killer, the horror in the villa. Unlike the rest, the best sign of a thriller. Kill it or shoot it, bite it, and So it was the We Can Get Down sample. Was was a uh, really? Bill Cosby oh, yeah, song. Yeah, you did send that. I'm sorry, but I don't recognize it. You got to play that because I right. don't. All right, I'm gonna. I do not recognize it. I'll, I'll look for it. I, it's I can, all right about being raw on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, but what what are your what are your favorite rock samples in rap music? While I look for this, I walk, still you walk know, this honestly, way. Or <laughs> yeah, I like. I like Shadrach uh, from Paul's Boutique. Uh, after hearing the original song, it's that's a pretty badass. Uh, that's a pretty. Which there's some other like uh, Abbey Road samples on. Uh, oh, yeah. on, on when, when the, the, the levee breaks. Yeah, they fr- and when the levee breaks. Yeah, didn't, that, breaks. didn't that literally change the and laws? And then like created a CCR on uh, Ill, um, license to ill. Oh, did you read? Did you read in that book that? Uh, uh, it was on the B-Boy Bullet. I can't never pronounce it right. B-Boy Bullet Bass? Bass. The one that MCA does by himself, he bought a helmet with a freaking... Oh, yeah, he, like a pilot's helmet yeah, or whatever. and he yeah. fixed it himself and yeah. rapped through that on that song. Yeah. So so here's... He, he, why? He, he just, why? Because <laughs> apparently MCA, which I didn't know, was, was extremely handy at everything, like just knew this shit and it kind of lit... So he went to a, a thrift store and he bought a fucking old school like World War II helmet <laughs> that had the the microphone. He fucking fixed it and that uh, you know right on the B boy Boya Boya bass. He probably wanted to echo or yeah, something, right? So it had a, so the, the one that he does by himself, the Disco Dave thing. To Disco Dave, he rapped through that. That's what the recording is. Like he put that. He fixed the helmet, put it on. And wrap through the stupid little microphone Rob, that a the, pilot would be like. Am the I the only one that thinks the end of uh, Paul's boutique is like Abbey Road? Yeah, I no, I agree. No, I, I could see, I could see the correlation. Absolutely, it's the same shit because all the songs Absolutely. flow into each other. Yes. They flow the into each other. Play B Boy Boy Bass. I haven't heard it in so long. Uh, oh, the, the best is the fucking train. The the train oh, one, yeah. like going. To, you're always quoting that, Rob. Best, best <laughs> line ever. All right, hold on, let me spend this caught in the sliding what? door. Overworking, <laughs> underpaid, <laughs> staring the at the floor. Say, uh, is it that song too? Where they say Venom. No, they say Newcastle, where Venom come from. They talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me let me get this Bill Cosby sample out real oh, quick. Shit. Oh no, that's not that's not a. Uh, we can get down. Yeah, it is. We can get down. Yeah, fuck. Get down. This man. is the How original. Is Bill Cosby, though. We can get down. I mean, what's Cosby about this? Did you see? Yeah, that, wait, that, what that, is you Cosby? You guys also that movie about the uh, tribe called Quest, the movie with Michael Rappaport. Oh, Michael Rappaport's yeah, yeah, movie. Did you see? Like, there's one scene where. Q-tip goes into like an apartment and it's like empty, except it's like wall to wall records everywhere. 
And he just like takes out different records and starts playing them, scratching and shit. I think he, I think he just rented an apartment for all his records. I, I honestly yeah. think that, that Q-Tip is no joke as a producer. Yeah. Like he's no fucking that joke. Dude was like, doing I'm surprised. Honestly, I think yes. he should have worked with. This is a yeah. What is, what is Bill Cosby? Please explain what. So apparently, Bill Cosby had a, a, a musical arrangement. You know this this w- that was a a Bill Cosby produced song. For real? For real. Wow. He, he was a jazz head. Why well, I've saw the Cosby show. Yeah. I didn't clearly see. I that. always thought that it, after listening to the last couple Mr. of records Huxable like why didn't uh Damon all cuz there was a lot of uh, hip hop you know MCs and, and producers that wanted to work with Damon Albarn. He was really revered after Here's a controversy that right, we can yeah, talk couple, about. A couple Gorillaz records, they're like, this dude is fucking on. Like, they love, and he is pretty highly revered in that community. As a, Do you want me to trigger producer. Chris right now? Yeah, I think. <laughs> but I, I, he should have worked with, Day, uh, with, with Q-Tip. There's about a lot what? that could have done. <laughs> the, the, the Damon Almerton's best work is the Gorillaz. <laughs> did, did you hear his, so Did you hear the new Good, the Bad, I don't and the think Queen? Believe that. Did you hear that That's record? So yeah, it's pretty good. It's 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 crazy, right? It's not. It, it wasn't easy to dude, take I at first. Dude, I believe that this dude's like a genius with I music, think, I, and so he could do anything he wants to do, whether it be jazz, hip hop, mm. anything. He's his real deal. Yeah, I get that, but his like body, work, his body fucking, of work is not that ain't I, his fucking thing, man. Blurs. I kind I've I've been and I, I, this I'm neutral on this because I literally am. I love everything Damon Auburn's done. I love all of it. I don't care. The the guy has done tremendous shit, and he continues his work ethic Dude, and what he does. Was, is, if he didn't do the that, second, the if, second to last. Gorilla's album was... Yeah, that one was weird. That was I weird. Like I don't much. know. That was weird. It was but hard. he I dragged... I mean, he's hard I don't know it. if That's Graham, Alex, or any of those guys had any kind of work ethic. Or, they, or, or, he or just ambition to do something <clears throat> different. But nah, he going, dragged those dudes. I love his solo. Like, did you like his solo Alex record? Alex James's biography said that... Nah, I don't, not like really. He, had, he was like by far the leader who had all that motivation. Who did Damon? Damon? They said the rest of them wouldn't have done shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's evident in his body of work outside of Blur. Everyone else, is, the, the dude just keeps going, and it's. But the fact that he transcends, I feel like he tra- <clears throat> transcends genres. Yeah, and has brought these people in. I think he, and it's still that 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 latest Good, the Bad, and the Queen is quintessentially like weird British. Like you, if you're oh, not I into like, that, I like that. I like that good. better than the Damon. It, it, it's rough. Oh, really? I I, I really like his solo record. I enjoy the shit out of his solo. Maybe because the Clash dude is on it and stuff like that. That that that, that helps. But I don't know. You ever go back and and, and uh, the drummer I have, and the drummer too. I have the, all those records. I have those records in my car. I've, I've gotten into them the last couple of years. The Clash records. Fucking you, dude! I was absolutely so brilliant. Calling the other day. London Calling like, is last week. London Calling is one of the greatest records of all time. I think it is. I it's think it's better. Fucking. It's better than Beatle album. It is everything. It, it, it's, it is. It's, it's Spanish bombs. Oh my or, god! Like, Rudy can't fail. It's yeah. the, one of the greatest records. I made of all my time. wife listen to it from R- start that's to funny finish, shit. and and she was she agreed. It, she was like, "It's this, so it's good. Endless. It's so album. good. I, I have that in the car and right now. And there's a lot of songs on that. Damn a lot. Thing. That thing goes on forever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a masterpiece. Really fucking good. Okay. Get on the mic. Just get on the mic. Get on the mic, mic. Let's be real. It's gonna clap. It's the issue. The rocks are open. 
<laughs> forgot about this. It's so good. So in the book, you say fuck that. Your homes fuck, fuck this. this. I'm the king at rock and your dick butt kiss. <laughs> dick butt kiss. <laughs> like that's the dude that's like no joke. <laughs> so the the best part that um so. MCA bought the phone number to Paul's boutique. Oh yeah, and then attached a um, message to it. A, no, no, attached an answering machine to it. So they would throw out the number. So he cura- uh, curated all of the voicemails that came into Paul's boutique after he bought the number. Were there a lot. And so if you remember from, I think it was check your head. And he was like, "Hey, Paul, this is Alan. Yeah, you it was can before the maestro, you, my man. Right before the maestro. That's a real voicemail into yeah, that uh, number. The- <laughs> I know, <laughs> but you have to. You have to admire. This is like the conversation we had the other day. This is like naked dads. How the hell did like, they not laugh at that? Just don't give a fuck. No, they and did. I love that. That I dude. Love that. You got to read the book. Is a special individual. <laughs> dude, the book. The book is total inside baseball. They they let you in, and it's like everything that you think of. Like right. they let you in on the joke. Like. Any suspicion that like you hear a song and you're like, damn, that's funny, or that's that's really good, but that's really funny. It's like, yeah, we were right, and I think that's what most people, you know, even though that they were a massive hit, mm. they were still a bit of a niche. They were, of, no, no, you know, and like totally. that's where they were hit or miss with albums. But I think for the overall majority of people that followed their career, just got it, like us. Wait, dude, that was it. Like- This is the crown jewel of this. Oh, man. 4 a.m. I got the hot. With subways, but that's us. This is about like, this is about the con- time that uh, she came through the bathroom window or something. Yeah, like this is this is the equivalent of this podcast. Like we're just reminiscing. That's yeah. what they're doing. They're in LA and they're remini- reminiscing about New York, and that's what, their entire. We don't know yeah. that the specific. Uh, we might have specific experiences that mirror that, but it's literally that yeah. they don't give a fuck, and they're just it's an inside joke put to rhymes, and we all fucking love. Yeah. Them. Yeah, and it, it had like, to do with like, all the other like New York stuff, like Jacoby Myers and Ernie Ernesto, <laughs> like all these people outside <laughs> this area. They Ernie, they don't get it. Yeah, how the hell? <laughs> fuck did that? They recorded that shit in L.A. and they're like, uh, uh, what's the uh, more Adidas sneakers than the plumbers got pliers? I got more suits than Jacoby and Myers. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, people in L.A. didn't fucking get Jacoby and Myers. They know it here though. So, Rob, Shadrack was your best sample. I don't know. Keep it. 
It's it's a badass tune. It's a badass tune. I can't. It's you remember the the illustration drawing in the video? It was hand painted. Yeah. Genius. That that might be like the the peak for me for the album. Besides, really, Shadrach? It's badass, dude. It's a badass. It's not mine, but I, I love it. It's a great I, tune. I love one set. One set last fifteen. Yeah, that last song. The last fifteen yeah, the, no, minutes. Uh, fuck yeah. The bully bass, but the I Hello the, Brooklyn. That's it. That's. I introduced that to my my oldest, and she was blown away. She's like, Dad, this this could come out today. She. That's her all-time really? favorite. That, that's, you yeah. know, I got to ask a lot. Because like, you expose her. Like, drives her the fucking nuts. Like, you, you, does she, like, like, like um, I guess the question I'm asking is, you know she literally appreciates music hardcore like you do. She. She's part of you. She, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. And so she. She, she introduces me to stuff and now. And she doesn't. Like crazy like, underground like, stuff. Because she's, she's in high school. Yeah. And you know, like, high school influences from. You know, like it might be influenced by the, their peers, but she's but coming from a place where she's got knowledge that most of them do not. I bought her. Well, I didn't buy her. My actually, my dad did bought her tickets to see Muse, four tickets. And her biggest challenge was, who the hell do I invite besides you, Dad? Because there's nobody else would. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, and sh- you know, and she I, loves Foxygen. You know, like stuff like just random stuff. Really. So it's a weird. I think we were fortunate to find her, to find each other. Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Is and that she, not the weirdest thing? It's like, insane. I, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. There must, there must be more. I don't know what's that play thing. there. Yeah, like the, when I was... Your mom was a music head, you know? She my mom was a music head. Always playing music. My greatest mystery, and I'll say it right now, is when I was... It was 1984, 1985. And Sean, who has an older sister, so you would think, all right, well, mm. that kind of makes sense. But... I don't know that Cherry was listening to REM or the Smithereens or the Smiths. So I don't, I, to this day, back then, you, what did you have? I, you had like magazines, I guess. But when, when you're 13, how do you have access can to I, Can I say, it's, it's so it's moving into Pine Lake Park in proximity. I had the universe. The universe. I had you guys. I had Brian Winter. Brian Winter, be honest with you. It's fucking annoying. Like, he was an encyclopedia. And if you talk to that dude right now, he has an encyclopedia. What, knowledge. Was, his, like, what was his source? He likes uh, Ryan, Ari. I remember. Ari, 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 Ari I remember. Then. Actually, you know what? One of the biggest things that, that I remember was uh, getting a CD player, getting Sgt. Pepper's, and then getting Meta's Murder. Yeah. Or or the first Smith. The two I remember of those, when we were in the record those store. Those two of those records. Told us that was, he's, I held up Meta's Murder, and I just thought it was a cool... Like crazy awesome cover, I could never seen that. And I showed that's Bill, and there was another older guy. He's like, "That's awesome record." You know what it was? I'll, <laughs> so I'll that tell you. This is my question. I'll then, tell you I what it was specifically. I <laughs> I, in Brian Winter's bedroom, listening to "Suffer Little Children" with the Manchester references, like mm. ironically where we're from. But then I remember being in your bedroom while you were selling crisp Iron Maiden posters out the fucking window. <laughs> And then listening to on. the Headmaster Ritual, which was, was by far my favorite song at the time. To buy Smith stuff. I still and my my favorite Smiths album is still Meet His Murder. Meet His Murder, yeah, kills it. It's my favorite one. But I remember listening to the Headmaster Ritual in your bedroom and hearing 
the words belligerent ghouls run Manchester schools. Yeah. Like, yo, we There's go to Manchester this fucking yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. And it, but, that helped. And but the guitar work and stuff, it was it was different. Because like we, before that it was it was anthrax, Metallica, all that shit, and then it just turned a corner. The public enemy, the Smiths and all this stuff, and we then we were fucking robbing Columbia House through uh Mail shit. Well, I was getting CDs for yeah. free. Oh, in the mail. Yeah, to get all like public in, image limited and yeah. Smiths public and image REM. Limited and yeah. REM, REM yeah. still like Green is one of the greatest fucking records ever. But yeah, I mean, going back though, you don't really get. Ever, when does a group of kids like listen to the gravitate I towards? I don't know. We, uh, no, the fact that Rob thing. just said, "Oh, that's when Public Enemy and the Smiths happened." Yeah, right. Like that's the magic. Yeah, yeah the, the, yeah. the two yeah. of them together it was it was a weird time, but it was. And this is what I think all generations go through when they're nostalgic about <clears throat> nostalgic about their particular time and the new generation sucks. I I, I, I knew I'd be like an old man, but uh, I kind of agree with that. And no, this meat is murder is a good tune. Go to my Russia. least my least favorite Smith's tune. <laughs> yeah, this one, yeah, me too. Mine too. One of my favorites though. Go to Rush Home Ruffians. That's one of the greatest Smith's tunes. I love Rush Home Ruffians. Okay, sorry. <laughs> to make You're such a dick. <laughs> Smooth move, X Lax. I like New Order a lot, though. I back, well, my sister liked New Order, so then I think I didn't know, I didn't she's know like New the popular Order. New Order kind. And then yeah, she I was in New that Order. age though. That would yeah. like probably that. What about uh? And I remember she had a friend in college who sent her like a. I never tape. got them though, man. I, I get, was, uh, I get the, I get the cat. Like like New Order has a lot of catchiness. I could see that. Yeah, I never. I, I can't. Get did you in. like Joy Division? I'd prefer them yeah, more than uh, more because they're Order. just dark. But yeah. I, I prefer. I don't. I don't know. It, it, I, there was a uh, a thing that came up on Facebook like, with the algorithms that you know kind of sell to you, and there was an article about the fifteen or not even twenty greatest Manchester bands. Oh, yeah. And they started counting them down. You saw that shit? No, but, but I imagine it. And, and, and it, of course, and I agree with the number one was the Smiths. Like, it has to they be the Smiths. It has bands, to be the Smiths. It for was crazy. It's shit I didn't intent. even recognize. Like, the Falls from there. Like, yeah, they have a lot of the, shit. The album, the, This Falls Nation Conks? Saving Grace. Do you know that album? I, I do, but I'm <laughs> so not into it. I mean, I, I it, that's a weird band that I'm not yeah, like. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's not good, I don't think, but that album's awesome. I didn't yeah. realize the Buzzcocks were from there too. I don't oh, yeah. think they listen to, but I know that they're. Like Isn't like pivotal. Echo and the Bunny Men too from? I, Bowl I, sessions from Man, from Manchester. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Bowl session. From Manchester via Philly. Oh uh, wait, what Manchester are you guys talking? <laughs> <about>? <laughs> Sorry. Sprout. That was in response to you. That's not a song intro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. Where we oh, man. So anything new or current that you guys are into? I was going to ask, like, who, what rappers people like now? Hey, well, like, I like besides, Pusha T. Besides the Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> I, and the, or, I, like I do Pusha like Pusha T. T. I sure. usually rely on you guys to awesome. tell me some new yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, like, one of the best things that came out. Chris got me into... Uh, into Mac DeMarco, which I fucking chill with all the time. Yeah, man, that's because that you like the dead. I love the that's dead, the, and that's the, the same. But then, it, I, as long you, as long as you could hit that vibe, yeah. it's the same thing. And then I let that shit go on Spotify when the album mm -hmm. ran out, and then they started playing different mm -hmm. artists. 
And I heard the name, but I didn't know him. But I fucking love Kurt Vile. I oh, yeah. fucking love Kurt Vile. I can just chill with that shit all day long. But you looking for that specific vibe. But then the uh, the stuff we were playing on the way out was uh, before when we were crossing the bridge. The new uh, oh, that was rapper. Jid. Yeah, Jid. Yeah, that, that was who cool. also made a Cosby resp- reference in that song that you he played. Did. As well. He said something about. He's like, I won't cost you. I mean, the Jamaican drum thing is That's good. That's still drum, right? What is that? I work Kodak Black. Who is this guy that sings this fucking song? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know? Does anybody know that? I do, tune? but I it, It's, uh, I work in a bar, and then late at night, you get 20-somethings, and they play this fucking song. I want to chill with you. I'm just going to, it's fucking hip-hop uh, today. Sucks. I don't fuck with you. It, it, that one? You motherfucking hoe. It's just so, it's, there is no, there's really no rhyming in it anymore. And I feel like the old man, like, God damn you, in my day. But it's true. This shit sucks. It sucks, but this is what I'm starting to change my opinion. I think there's a lot that's pretty good, but there is. I, I think I need, it's like I it's, it's it's you got to work like but you got to work for it because I hear the ones that are at the top, perhaps like this. Yeah, that's what this it one is. is like Back these little the motherfucking hoe. I don't want to fuck with you. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's the fucking yeah. But when course. we were younger, when we were younger, um, and we listened to indie or Brit pop, anything. Mm. It just came natural because we were younger and we just went and got it. Sure. Right now, you got to work for it. What like, do you mean? Work like, for like, it as far as, like, finding, like, good shit. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And I rely on you guys a lot of times. Like, yeah. you've turned me on to some stuff. and, and but, I, but I think the stuff that's going out in the mainstream that people are listening to that they're putting on the fucking jukebox in the mm-hmm. bar is dog shit. All right, let's, let's give uh, Pusha T a shot. Ch- Pusha T with Rick Ross. I like Rick Ross, he's kind of funny. <laughs> Never trust a bitch who finds love in a camera. She will fuck you, then turn around and fuck a janitor. Set the parameters. You either with the pro down. or the amateurs. I won't let you ruin my dreams or Harvey Weinstein the kid. Good morning, Matt Lauer. Can I live? Look at my new dick. It's topical. I mean, it's smart. Tried it, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, it's topical. And <laughs> <laughs> it's got that going for it. Hey, Me you know too. what? How relevant. The, can yeah. we say relevant? I mean, relevant. can I get a? Uh, How about the games we play? Yeah. How about the games we play? The games we play. All right. I'm pretty sure. I like Freddie Gibbs. You ever hear him? Yes. He made an yeah. album with Madden. Yeah, yeah. No, and actually, he has a new, like a rel- relatively new thing, I guess. Yeah. Did he, cause, no, I actually huh? asked the weight. Yeah, that's that funny when he's when he brought yeah, up the Earl Sweatshirt good. stuff. I asked him uh, about that, and he said, that, "No, you guys talk about that right." And I listened to it. It was Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs. It was fucking badass. Yeah. It was really good. All right, play this shit. For my bodybuilding clients moving weight Just add water, stir it like a shake Play amongst the stars like the roof You know this album cover? 
That's, do you know the story behind that? No. That's Whitney Houston's bathroom the night that she, uh, mm. yeah, really? at the hotel. <laughs> 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 I think I read that. Yeah. These are the games we play. We are the names they say. This is the drug money your ex nigga claim he makes to all of my young. But this, this shit's fairly like mainstream. I mean, yeah, yeah. probably. You know, it's not. Yeah, that's what exactly I think. Like, what we're talking about. No, that's what I, I think. I was I was off on the rep because of the the uh, Philly boy. The people that are putting money in the jukebox where I'm working are playing mainstream shit. They don't really get into yeah, the well underground. Yeah, that stuff. That stuff's a lot. I mean, that all meshes. That all blurs together. Yeah. With like, uh, like all yo, Phil Collins, yo. Yeah. Keep it Philly, Meek Mill. Yeah. Yeah. Champions in the United States. Ooh, yeah, tell me up, Cruz. Uh, bombing on any of them niggas that want to smoke. Ooh. Nigga, this a big boy phantom. This ain't a ghost. Ain't. Had to take the way from them niggas and then they toast. They ain't had no sympathy for me when I was broke. Amen. amen. Lord forgive me. Lord forgive me. For all my sins. Who's that? To so many races just to Meek Mill. That's too much. Phil, Phil Collins, yo. Um, <laughs> Phil Collins, yo. I saw a video on YouTube. That dude the other bought day. a mic and recorded that album. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a karaoke machine from Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. There was a so on, on that note. So I was going to say this before <laughs> that most of the vocals on Check Your Head were recorded on karaoke mics that they bought at a secondhand shop. Really? Yeah, there was like they, so they that, found that through. distortion is just yeah, natural to the just shitty like a mic. Shitty karaoke yeah. mic. Fucking yep. work. We were talking about that. But on the they way didn't in play there. No Jacket Required from beginning to end. They actually <laughs> <laughs> <like> other records. <laughs> I was I was watching a video of Michael Rappaport, and he fucking just goes like stupid. But uh, he was talking about the five best MCs of all time, and he was having like heated discussion with the fucking guy who was interviewing him. But who do you who do you put up there? Like he he had Rakim. He had a uh, Raekwon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raekwon. Who else? There was there was gangster. Uh, no, he didn't. I love Guru though. I, Guru is one of my fucking favorite MCs. But I, I don't. Guru the Damager? No, that's that's. <laughs> he's not Guru. It's something like else. It's Juru, I think the, ja- mm. the Damager. The Damager. Oh, what he, about he, uh, Jay Z? No. Yeah, he he excluded them. You got there's a video on YouTube of him excluding like for different parameters. Like he's literally like a kid talking about wrestling. Like no, you couldn't be this because you you take out uh, Jay Z and Kanye or whatever. And I don't know anything by Kanye honestly, but uh, he was putting them down. Like Rakim is this and uh, Raekwon and I, I don't remember who else. But they were all like New York old Ghost, school. Ghostface. Like, Chuck he, D. He might have thrown him up. He didn't throw up Chuck D, but Chuck D. What do you think of Chuck D as an old school MC? He's not like anybody else. Like that fuck Public Enemy is a really different group than absolutely any other fucking hip hop group. They yeah. don't have they're that, punk. They're punk rap. They really are, right? They're yeah. fucking totally yeah, like the Ramones. Sense. They're they're the Clash. They're they're punk rap. They're, sure. And I don't. I still don't think they get the props they do. And I still think the strongest. And listen to the just the beat without the music. 
is Fight the Power is a fucking oh my God, ridiculous awesome. song. It's so goddamn good. I mean, What's the other song, the, though, with Terminator X when he like brings in oh, like Flash Gordon? Yeah, too much, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Man, tell, does anyone remember the, when Mike Tyson the, used to come out to uh, Fight the Power? Fight no, the it's, uh, it's uh, Terradome. It wasn't Welcome to the Terradome? Yeah, oh, shit. Or it wasn't like he, a, That was before you just... On the count of three, I want you all to tell me the name of my DJ. One, two, three. Terminator X. But put it, put on Terminator X on the edge of panic. It's fucking great. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of, yeah. Yeah, because it ran. Terminator X. Yeah, yo. For all that didn't understand, Terminator X. Don't 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 don't. It goes right into Flash Gordon. It's fucking Wait, badass. Which song? Terminator X on the edge of panic. I think is the name of the song. Terminator X to the edge of panic. Yeah, yeah. To the edge of panic. Okay. Savior of the universe. Savior. It's fucking good. It's really good. Not Buck Weiland? No. Nah, pub, Public Enemy is probably one of the most underrated at this point hip-hop groups of all time. You got a black quarterback, so yeah. step back. <laughs> <laughs> Rebel without a pause. <laughs> the name of my DJ. One, two, three. <laughs> Yo, I got to hear that one more time, man. One, two, three. Three. Yeah, boy, for all those that didn't understand Terminator X. Brown's fucking sax funky player. Drummer. Is it really? Yeah. That's James Brown. It's the song Funky Drummer, I think. was with uh, Mike. We were in Boston. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, maybe it was just he and I. I, I and, and we were going, um, we were walking around town and uh, there was a, 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 a Chuck D video shoot happening. And like, I think I this, remember you telling the story. Though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the street team was, they were just like pulling people in like, hey, do you want to be in a video? And it's like, you're just background. It's no big deal. They didn't have to sign a waiver or anything. So we go into this, it was like a brownstone home, like Lower level, and it just there was a stage. Mike goes, "No, not going in." I'm like, why? He goes, I "Can't go in there." What are you worried about? He's like, "It's not my thing." I'm like, "Mike, but big deal. It's like a Chuck D video. Like, why wouldn't you want to just come and like be crowd and like have fun?" He's like, "I'll sit here on the on the sidewalk." Oh, Sat right. for, and I was in there for like two hours. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Is he anti Charles D? <laughs> if anybody, if any MC in hip hop carried themselves the way Chuck D has. I mean, literally the interviews and stuff that he goes on and, and like giving props to the Beatles and, yeah. uh, and, and he's just, like the just, Barry Sanders it, of rappers, man. The, he just, he scores a touchdown and puts the ball down. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember, uh, I remember watching flavor of love or something like that. He was dropping flavor, flavor off to the roast. I'm sorry, the flavor, flavor roast. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not going inside. I'm not part of this. This is, this is you getting fucking made fun of. Not me. The integrity of that dude. And that group, I still think they're fucking massively 
at the, over the evolution of hip hop, massively fucking underrated. They are punk rock. They're they're oh, yeah. they came out swinging from day one, and it was like everything was true. Uh, it's badass. Yeah, like, think of the shit. Think of the not shit. I don't mean to say it was garbage, but think of the stuff that was going on, the rap that was being in, released at that time in the late eighties. Good, sh- good shit. Yeah, really good shit. But like just. But not not politically. There's mo- just like all about con- political. Yeah, politically statement. conscious. Yeah. Like, and I, I feel like even I feel like listening or thinking about them now in the hindsight that they're still overlooked. Like, I just don't feel like like mm. the hip hop community recognizes them as much as like like serious MCs. Like even though MC or even though they will, like VH1 or whatever thing they put up with the best hip hop songs of all time, "Fight the Power" ends up at the top, and. The beat alone, besides the lyrics, are, it's fucking phenomenal. It's like, like, I get charged up listening to that song. The yeah. interesting thing is that they're not, <clears throat> it's not as dated. You know, if you listen to the lyrics of most anything around that time, uh, it's yeah. a little dated. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. But, but I guess maybe because like of the Like Big Daddy Kane songs. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. they're no, dropping years and stuff Daddy like Kane that. Like, uh, well, yeah. Well, I, get, I think P did that too, but I think it's Well, not they did at the beginning of that tune, but I think the rest of it still would resonate. Yeah, yeah I just think it's not corny is yeah, what I mean. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's not, you know, they didn't latch on to a 90s thing. I, and they might have been the first person that, or first group out there that was really serious about it. Like you're coming from the 80s and it was it yeah. was very much a bravado or battling yeah, kind of thing. And then they started to... S1Ws. S1Ws are very scary. Serious. They were like kind of intimidating, man. <laughs> Professor yeah. Griff. That's why they're like the white people were like, they're dangerous. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're Absolutely. all like. Was that calculated? Oh, they're like think? B-boy in the target in the gun, in the gun scope thing. Oh, they were like, oh, what was the, too the, dangerous. What was the, the, uh, the phone call that they did on. Uh, oh, on the one of the videos. Yeah. Or beginning of the song. What it was like. And the, like, uh, and when I see people, I saw them open up for the Beastie Boys. And when I see someone with their shirt, I think they're scum too. Like they're uh, like they're people at cages with machine guns on every side of the stage. Brother's gonna work it out. I think mm. that's what it was a fucking great tune. Listen to that shit. They actually put really really cool shit on record. It was. I, I don't think there was anyone like him. I think. Just remember the beginning of the album was like London, England. The siren. See yourself the, warm. Yeah, the siren, yeah. right? Yeah. It takes a nation. It was yeah. like a war. Yeah. I, I think Fear of a Black Planet was a great record too, but takes a nation to millions. Millions to hold us back. And the cover, they're like in a jail cell. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when we were in Arizona? We rolled into Arizona. We were at a traffic light. And so we played by the time I get to Arizona. And uh, that dude, Jared, (laughs) we were thinking this Bronco. So he was just like, let go of the brake. Let go of the gas and hit the brake. And it was was like bouncing (laughs) bouncing up and down. (laughs) You know what I remember? I remember playing on cassette um, Fear of Black Planet and in uh, that Second Avenue Ranch. Yeah. With the fucking front door wide open, <laughs> like <laughs> flies and shit, <laughs> all in the fucking house because it's fucking eighties and no one gives a shit. And then all of us fucking, all of us and fucking my brothers and brother, it was all brothers, brothers in uh, like shorts and underwear, no shirts, fucking <laughs> <laughs> listening to that shit. I made them fucking listen to that. Yeah, that was good. fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> Pissing off the Hamptons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. They're playing like Conway Twitty and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God knows what they were listening to. I remember it for a fact. <laughs> we listened to Paul. We used to listen to Paul play. 
On his three string. I don't think, do kids even give a shit about Public Enemy? I doubt it. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, though, I'm sure they, I'm sure they have like a reference point. Uh, maybe not. I have no idea. I think, I think kids, man, they don't, I don't think, I don't think even though unless they have really like, unless their parents are doing it, I think it's just super immediate shit. It's like yeah, very current. Like yeah, not even the new like last song just came out last period. You know, <laughs> <in> last <laughs> period, right. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. And then it's then it's the next days or something else. Yeah, I think I don't. I think I should you're, know I think I you're right too. But, yeah. home, but sh- Emily seems to be like very aware of what's yeah, it's daily shit. Yeah, because I think with Spotify they just drop it. Mm. They just drop shit like when they want to drop it, but I ain't into Kanye like at all. Not even ironically. No, but I mean, he, he had some good albums back in the day. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye. Yeah. I don't know anything nah, by the, him. The, 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 the beautiful, dark, twisted. That's fantasy the, that's thing. his best one. Yeah, but they far. talk about him like he's a fucking. But you had to be like, who you're talking to. You like he's to, a stone cold genius. Even that album though is very like. I mean, Klein, to Ray me, Klein's it just it. sounds very I polished. Get, and I gotta very admit, I've been like mainstream. Yeah. I kind of don't like him because he's a dick. So I don't. Yeah, but even removing all that, is it's it like, good? Like I don't know anything. About as him. a producer, he's pretty cool. Like yeah. there's a, like he said with Pusha T, Daytona. Mm. There's another one that came out. Um, it's he's on Kid a song. Cuddy. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, Kid Cudi is like a dude that I know. I is know like a lot. Sure. He does a lot of like guest yeah. stuff on him. Yeah. And he did uh, Kids See Ghosts. But what, that's, do you, that's, what do you find? Like, is did, it lyrically? Like, the, does it, Kanye? I mean, yeah, Kanye's does not it, known for lyrical. He's terrible, and he's pretty terrible as a rap, rapper. So it's all it's all. The it's beats. all production. Yeah, but is he part of that? Who, is he yeah, doing he's that? known. He's that's famous how he, for yeah, that. first got his fame for recognition. Sure. For really? sure. That's his thing, man. That's uh, He always throws in some good lines and shit. Jim's in the restroom where I'd play you. I've been this Kid Cudi thing because it's like you'll see like there is a Conway you'll see the Conway influence in the like the Mm. production of it, but you can tell like oh yeah this shit's good. I haven't I haven't paid attention to a lot of that stuff because uh, old man crossed that line like Mm. now nothing putting on this until gems come out that I've found from you guys you know like or or stuff that we we you know picked up along the way from. I think I found I, myself looking back more, like it, which was fascinating to me because when the Beastie Boy book came out, I'm thinking of bands or stuff that you and I or us really followed in real time. Like we, yeah, you like the Beatles, we love mm. the Beatles, we love everything that, yeah, that we weren't there in that time. Like we're you were right there with the evolution of mm-hmm. this band. There, the Beastie Boys, honestly. I have a but hard we time were finding there. anybody else who is more that's, that's, influential that's in our lifetime. That's why the Beastie Boys are what they are for yeah, us. Because like, they, they hit, we we were like at 17, 18, true, 19 years old. True, and then that's look like, at, couldn't be more perfect. Radiohead, but, but too. Radiohead, Radiohead and Blur yeah. and stuff like that. The, but those are the ones. But I think Beastie Boys, more than anything, because of the fashion, the the humor. And the take. The take everything the that fuck goes out on. of like, everything. Who, like, they, they were sarcastic about everything true, they did. True. And, which and, is what we do. Yeah, and so it, like I, it fucking so, rang true. So if you look back, if you all look back and think about a band that was more, 
or somebody like an artist that was collectively influential in your evolution as a as a teen to an adult who was that band and the one that i keep coming back to is them i just keep feeling like the humor the music the influences everything well, that we surrounds say, them yeah we like could say Radiohead. we could say blur and all those after a while i i didn't really i don't know me personally didn't get excited about their last couple things they did. I I didn't either. BC Boys still kind of fun. Well, yeah, but but yeah, but but when you but when you do like when you do like a snapshot of that time and shit that they were like they were they were the shit that we all agreed on because we're all relatively the same age. So you take the snapshot from like eighty nine to like ninety four and take that snapshot of like like that you know how it is to be a child and the impressionable stuff that's going on in your life. For me, for is blur. I, I agree blur, but I think there's something more for me. That one just had the more, the hangout, like they had the more hangout, the humor, the bullshit, like the bullshit. Like I think it was more encompassing blur. Always. I'll remember like, like, being high at 15, coming home and sleeping and laying in bed and looking at the lights on the CD player, listening to Inertia and loving it. Like as a fond, fond memory of mine or like early Blur stuff. But there was something that was communal about the Beastie Boys that I felt like. Yeah, because you could put yeah. it on at any yeah. time. Yeah. You could put like So Which One or Pass the Mic or any of that shit on yeah. like at any fucking time. You can put that shit on now and it's like. And and I know that's. Subject of, of getting high as a child or a young teen and doing it in your basement. I still have to this day, check your head will bring me right back to your basement at Holly Oaks, like laying on the fucking pool table. Stupid. Like there's like five guys running around the room, just like oh, high as shit. We were smoking out of a toilet paper roll with, <laughs> with, uh, with the fucking yeah. <laughs> with the fucking t- uh, foil on it and like yeah banging it and and then closing ourselves in his uh, bilco doors or what, we were like between the bilco door and his basement there was like five people just going smoking it around like so his parents wouldn't smell but it still it, or we were watching the skills to pay the bills video like the whole fucking VHS yeah. tip. That was a time in my life that I, I just won't, I won't forget it, it. And that's what Check Your Head brings me back to. And I, I mean, it's not my favorite thing in the world. I, it's one of my favorite things, but it, that one, for some reason, defines my early adolescent and, and uh, uh, um, coming up like with fashion, music, all that together. That group, I think, quintessentially makes me think of this thing more than anybody else more than anybody else because it also because blur is one thing blur blur back then was was kind of one thing the beastie boys kind of spread it out like with the the i that's why i kind of honestly i would credit them more with check your head and stuff to getting me into jazz now because because stuff like groovy homes and pow and and some of the the uh, the funk instrumentals they do that was a Goddamn fun time. What did I miss? A lot. I, <laughs> I Where pay, were you? I had to pay the meter. What Rob you came about? out. I closet. did. Congratulations. I did. Uh, I'm trans. Rob uh, came uh, out of the garage? Yeah, I'm fluid. <laughs> I came out of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fluid and it's old English. Well, listen, guys, we uh, we hit the 245 mark. 
that's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. <coughs> we didn't talk about. Uh, Let's keep going. Want to keep going? JYD. Junkyard Dog? <laughs> uh, we never saw the Rudy Diamond. In clips. Yeah, no, please put Rudy Diamond on the fucking screen for one minute. <laughs> on the okay, fucking screen. I don't. He doesn't stand a chance. Paul Orndorff versus Rudy Diamond. I wonder who's going to win. This is before they put it on Saturday morning. Worst haircut in the history of wrestling. Look at that thing. Ringside, holding signs up. I think I remember Paul that dude, Orndorff. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he Mr. Wonderful? Yes. He was. Paul, Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful, yeah. He's very sexy. I'd like to be referred to He's like a fucking hawk. And in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, Rudy Diamond. That's Rudy Diamond? I thought he was a white dude. Is really getting the fans going. Where did the original reference come from? Bill remembered him. Rudy Diamond looks like he's going to kick his ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How can he lose? He's a staple. He fucking wrestles the bad guys, the heel, the heels, the good guys. Like he's just so he, he's just he a substitute teacher. He's he like always the, loses. He just always sees. I've never All rooted right. for a wrestler more. He's than He's the Rudy guy Diamond. off the couch, as they say in boxing. Like, okay, we need a quick win right. here. Call up Rudy Diamond. Right, and, <laughs> but he will. He will fucking. He'll get close. He'll get him like on mm. one, <laughs> two. Like he's <laughs> right. He's one of the better. I mean, this isn't this is a nine-minute match. Oh, but he's going to lose. Three, Rudy Diamond. Oh, Seventy-three. He's the generals of fucking wrestling. He's glass. Oh, look at him oh, there. Shit, look at that <laughs> suplex. He's glass, Joe, and fucking devastating. Pile driver. Well. There's four minutes left in this video. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, what happens? Oh. I like that the ref has the same haircut. How's that? <laughs> He's mm. like, hey, where, where's your wig shop? Oh, I shop here. That's Steve Orndorff. <laughs> I hope he died. Like, like, jumps on him one more time, even though he's down. Yeah, there's got to be something that happens in the next four minutes. Oh, he picks him up. <laughs> he picks him up after he's down to suplex him again. Wait, wait. Oh, no. You got to see the point when he picks him up, though. Wait, <laughs> yeah, so come on, please. No, he comes back. Oh, no, it's the replay. Okay. Uh, oh, but Mean Gene's back. Hold on. Sounds like he lost a lot of fans. Damn, Mean Gene. The wheels came off here this week. I have never seen anybody treat a man the way you did. Turn off a lot more. I hate this. This is an insult. People go with me baller. 262 pounds. And they want to call me back. People are going to pay. I love that, like, in wrestling, it's so unique to just say, you know, like, what your weight is, how big your arms are. What do you think Mean Gene did after fucking hours? 
he rolled up to a bar in Miami talking to bitches at the bar. No, I, like I feel like... he's all tan and shit. Like, yeah, yeah I got to do this ridiculous crap. I feel like he was into like weird shit. Like yeah. <laughs> he was sucking, he was sucking off like the million dollar yeah. man. He was sucking off the million dollar man. <laughs> fucking fucking leather choker. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of people happy that he's passed. <laughs> you know, my secrets die with Mean Gene. That's right. Wasn't wildly accepted back then. Does Black King dead? And anybody else? That cares this or a poster or calls me Paula. It's gonna get to calls me Paula. Just like me dead. You see the sign said Paula. Like somebody or a poster or calls me Paula. It's gonna calls get to Paula. Oh, calls Paula. me Paula. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, they're fucking. Oh, because he has long hair. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's long. <clears throat> it's fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> Man, wrestling. What was weird, like, with wrestling, like, there's people our age, you know, like, we we saw this from the early side of things, and then somehow I was in college with the same people in, you know, the same age group, but they were now, like, The Rock and, like, all the new shit of the wrestler. I'm like, how? You're a grown, well, semi-grown adult. Tell me, Chris, how did that go for you? <laughs> <laughs> It was just the most bizarre thing. You remember, like the, like the X around your dick thing. Like people would just, like the chop. Like that was big in college. No, I don't. That was the bowler dude. That's the bowler dude. The uh, who? The fucking put on bowling. The bowling champion. Oh, yeah, that guy. ESPN Sundays. Once football comes on and they have nothing else to show, it's like bowling and that guy, like the nerdiest uncle. Oh, like his last name is Flamingo. Like I'm, I'm yeah. my name is Bob Flamingo. I'm a professional bowler and a millionaire. Hey, <laughs> people um, in college were in the in, in, people in college were in the wrestling now. Yeah, yeah, it it was so weird. Like even if they were freshmen or but like you're, you're 19 years old. I don't know. I, That's I, one I, of those things for me. I don't know. That's a hobby culture thing, yeah, right? Yeah, I, you know? I kind of agree with you on that one. <laughs> I guess I'm subjective when it comes to that shit. A guy fucking running around swirling in the parking lot wearing a fucking tie-dyed dress listening to The Grateful Dead is fine with me, but the fucking retard watching <laughs> Monday Night Raw and taking it seriously I have a problem with. So <laughs> Look, at the, audience, look in at the audience, man. Yeah, it's true. In Rewind it and look at the audience. But you're also buying shit that's fake. It's, it's a soap opera, and then you listen to The Grateful Dead and it's... Real music, so I still think we should do this podcast from the Dead and Company parking lot. All right, well, you know what? That'll be yeah, our actually next. Will be kind of funny. I bet you we can do <laughs> it. It's portable. Dope. You know, we'll, we'll we'll do it. All right. On that note, fellas, peace of the nation of Islam. Wait, this we was called Dan. Did we try one on the way. You want to try? Oh. I would. Why, why All right. Don't we try? I'll try. It? I thought goodbye. he Let was. Let him um, sign off. Let him sign off. Okay. He just sent a message. Said, "How did it go?" Yep. Oh, so, he, he's, so he's he's on the ground. Yes, we can't not just ask him to say thanks for listening to Rob's Cross podcast. <laughs> Rob's Cross. Right. Hold on. Spit the sunflower seeds out. <laughs> All right. Wally Backman. Wally Backman. What? Uh, sunflower seeds. Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Tim old Tuffle. School. An old school fucking. Name as many 86 <laughs> Mets the as you The old sunflower seed reference. <laughs> you guys know. Speed round. Name as many 86 Mets as you can right now. <laughs> Tim Tuffle. Lenny Dextra. Ray Knight. Oh, shit. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Sid Fernandez. Kevin McReynolds. Dwight Gooden. Yeah, strawberry. So, Raphael Santana. Tim Tuffle. Oh, oh <laughs> Frank Rizzo. <laughs> Raphael Santana. <laughs> you see, they get Gary Carter, son. Gary Frank Viola. <laughs> Ron <laughs> Darling. Right. Yeah, he was. Hernandez. Anybody say Hernandez? No. Keith. He was. Yeah. Being a, be, being a lefty first baseman, he was my idol. That was my first first baseman mitt. Signed Sid by Keith Fernandez. Someone said that. Yes, Sid <laughs> Fernandez. Tim Tuffle. Frank Viola. Ro- Roger McDowell. <laughs> Please leave your message for seven three two three zero zero eight two nine three. Rest in peace, <laughs> Dano. We are leaving a voicemail right now. I see that the texts are coming in. I don't want to hear this. I'm not available. We were just about to close the show with you. We hit the two fifty four mark. Everyone wow. say hello. Hi. Yo. <laughs> what do you want to hear? Oh, that's the voicemail. Okay. Bye, Dan. Peters. Right. He said, I won't be able to hear you. I guess that's what he's texting. Is he back in Whitey? I don't understand. How don't Why is he? He's probably in the clouds. In the clouds. Yeah, man. I got it. Yo, man, I'm out. <laughs> above the clouds, above the clouds. Someone just texted me, go buy Trump merch at Wawa. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's 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 end on a high note. Jesus, <laughs> I didn't know yeah, this yeah. old Trump merch. I would like, like, who's this somebody? By the way, no, I don't want to know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the wrap of Rob's Garage episode Peace. two.